0: On this episode of the Buzzed Kill Podcast. When you can smell two people licking each other's
1: tongues,
0: (laughs) it's like it's too much, dude. Like fuck don't go to a show if you're gonna do that. The
2: equivalent of like two raccoons just licking garbage (laughs) in a fucking dumpster. Like But really
0: sensually. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast,
2: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode (laughs) three hundred (laughs) and (laughs) eight. Everything's so wet. Oh God. I
0: wasn't expecting that.
2: (laughs) It's episode 308. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we try to figure out what the difference is between outer space and underwater. Or is it outer water and under space? Or outer space wet water rafting? You remember that
0: movie Inner Space? Yeah. That was good.
2: Where they go into the guy's ear hole? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the magic school bus. Yeah. But starring... What's his name? But sexier? <laughs>
0: Dennis Quaid, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Was and like, Martin Short. Yeah. 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 You In,
2: Randy Quaid.
0: Uh, Deep Sea Driller Killers. That's the name of today's episode. And we're off to a That's great a start. Very long <laughs> journey we just took to get to that. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. And I, of course, am Pretzel Jim. What do you got for us this World-renowned Pretzel Jim. Uh, this week, I got something special for you.
2: I love how you can remember to get new pretzels every week, but I can't for the last two years get you to remember to give me a write-up for episodes. Um <laughs> Well that's that's because this whole show is based around
0: pretzels and horror movies. Oh that's it? Yeah. Oh if you're okay. if you're gotcha. new to if you're new to the show, six years ago we thought me and Mike were sitting we were eating pretzels and we were watching a horror movie and he turned to me and he said, You know, we could do this. I said, we are doing this. And he said, no, we could do this. Like, we could eat pretzels. And
2: then, and then James is like, stop looking at my wife. <laughs> <and>
0: talk about <laughs> horror movies. And I said, let's do it, man. Let's let's get a podcast going. So for 309 episodes, I've brought you a unique pretzel snack every week. 309 different pretzel snacks. Yep. And then we had our detractors. So we were like, well, maybe we'll throw in beer, too. So, oh, the, the, oh yeah. The beer's, the beers are secondary. The, the beer's been a good complement to the pretzels, <laughs> which are the main focus, of course, of the show and, and horror movies. Which um, that's
2: typically how it is. Right. Pretzels and beer go hand pretzels in hand.
0: Pretzels and beer go hand in hand. But what's more, more important? The pretzel. But I have something very special for you this week because this is pretzels and beer wrapped into one. What? From. I don't you. So, this is inspired by Perrin Brewing Company. Okay. Beer Cheese Pretzel Sticks, Okay, crafted in Michigan from Pop Daddy Pretzels. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, this one even has a write-up. You want to hear it? I guess. <clears throat> bold Snacks paired with, with Bold Beer, a.k.a. Bud Light, because that's what we're drinking <laughs> right now. The experience of a full-bodied beer inspired this extraordinary combination of cheese and seasoning for finger-licking pretzel crunch. Beer cheese pretzel sticks are a delicious blend of all the flavors and aromas of a cold craft Perrin brew. And we do like Perrin We beers. do like Perrin. So, yeah. Give, all right, give me some of these. Give these a try. Give me, give me some.
2: Did you actually go out and like physically try to find new pretzels now? Like, are you actually going out and trying to find them?
0: Well, I have every week for the last 309 weeks, as you <laughs> know. Did you try them?
2: I did. Oh, those are delightful. Those, <laughs> those are those delightful. so good. Yeah, they are. They
0: literally taste like when you get... Soft pretzels with beer cheese mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're so. Yeah, solid.
2: I'm gonna eat more of those later.
0: Yeah, aren't those amazing? They really are. Just let me know in between
2: segments. We'll we'll eat some more <laughs> of these. Hi, James. Um. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Very good. Very good. How we're, have you been? Uh, we're in the middle of a snowpocalypse again. This episode. Yeah. What the. Fuck, this episode dude? might not happen again if we lose power in the middle of it. Well, don't. We have we have we have, we have bad uh, bad luck. The lights already flickered once here. Well, so. It was just that light, though. Well, that might the only, just be a bad bulb. That's also the only light that's on down here. So that one, those ones, well, your computer, my well,
0: computer, those two lights back there. Okay, fine. There's was, plenty of stuff fine. on that would have flickered had it been. We
2: might lose a lamp. Right. So <laughs> that being said, though, so many other people are out of power right now around us. Like my my folks are out of power again. Again? Yep. Do wow. they go down every time now? There's like a storm, anything. They're just right down the road from us. Luckily. Our part of the grid seems to be fucking strong.
0: Well, and some some people just got power back. Mm-hmm. Like it was DT is fucking up around here. Yeah, there's there's bad. there were some people after uh the storm like 2 weeks ago that were down for like a week and a half. Yeah, no, it was, it was awful.
2: awful. Absolutely awful. Um So yeah, I hopefully mean. that's that all stays good, but um Yeah. Yeah, other So than aside it, from the snow apocalypse, what's going on? Not a whole lot. I um thought I saw aliens over your house the other night. <laughs> I got real excited, pulled uh-huh. over, pulled over in the Petco parking lot. To, oh, that uh, was actually you
0: pulled over to? Yeah. To, well, okay. we
2: went to Petco. Wasn't it wasn't like I just pulled over there. Mm. Had to get, uh, had to get. Oh, so you're lying. Had to get, <laughs> had to get, had to get s- had some food for the kitties. But um, we're pulling out of the parking lot and we're just like, what the fuck is that in the sky? I'm like, why are these, like, those two lights are not moving first off. And they're too way too far apart to be a plane. They'd be the biggest plane in the world. Uh-huh. And they're not doing anything, just standing there. Like, like two lights, bright as fuck in the sky. And I'm like, I looked at Chris, and I go, it's happening. Like, it's finally. So I I go to call you, and you're like, I'm downtown at a show. I'm like, there's aliens over your house, and you're not home to see it. You're missing it.
0: Yeah, but you sent me the video, and I go, oh, cool. Stars are neat. Like, (laughs) that. Like, Dude, if they were so I know, bright, though. I realized that they were bright. They even looked bright in the video, but they weren't doing anything. No. They were just sitting there.
2: As Alien. Did you not just watch Nope? It just sits there.
0: Uh, except for every night <laughs> when it steals horses.
2: <laughs> not every night.
0: Every night. Yeah, I, uh, I, but then what did it, it end up being? Uh,
2: it was, uh, Venus and Jupiter. Apparently they are like in line with each other and it's like a rare thing. I don't know.
0: They're having a little meetup. Yeah, a little, little rendezvous Ooh, in the galaxy. Venus and Jupiter.
2: I'm your Venus. I'm your Jupiter. What's the same?
0: Men are from, oh, men are from Mars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Women are from Venus. So Jupiter. So Venus is running off and going behind Mars's back with Jupiter. Yeah.
2: You know, though Jupiter's kind of more like a man, though, because it's just filled with gas. And I don't know about you. And it's got (laughs) that. I identify with that, though. (laughs) And it's got that
0: big angry red dot right in the center. Yep. Which is like our asshole. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) After after going and eating two and a half pounds of meat at Texas Day Brazil, see it all comes back around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it makes sense. But so it uh, wasn't aliens. It in was other not words.
2: aliens. Alien planets though.
0: I was going to say if aliens if aliens come from anywhere, it'll be from Europa, which is one of the moons of Jupiter. Yeah. So, you or, know.
2: Or 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 Mars. Not like no. Martians.
0: Yeah, I'm not convinced though. I don't know. No, Although there are some there is some <clears throat> there are some weird pictures that look like structures. Like the pyramids. Well,
2: I mean, I I mean, pyramids, I mean but... shadows are a hell of a drug, but <laughs> but if you want to see them, they're there. <laughs> they're there. They are there. But, um, um
0: yeah. yeah. So, cool. Uh, what did I do? I went to a show. Oh, yeah? What yeah, show? That was cool. Uh Des De- 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 Rocks and Bad Flower? Uh,
2: I'm so mad that I missed it, because obviously we love Des Rocks. Yeah. and uh, I actually really like Bad Flower. I know that you had never really gotten <clears throat> into them before.
0: Since when? I've because, been listening to him for a long time. Because you've known about this show for a long time.
2: Yeah, and we wanted to go to it. We just we just were pulling back on our spending because of the wedding this year. Oh, so. got to save money for a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. I haven't spent <laughs> so much money in such a short period of time in my entire life. Yeah, weddings will do that to it's, you, man. It's, it sucks. It's, it is mind-numbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I I love Badflower. Like you said, though... It's a bunch of general Zers that well, are now into this whole, like, 90s revival, which I feel like Badflower oh, Flower dude. was one of the first, like, mainstream bands to really do it. I know it's been around for a while. I'm Speaking not saying that they which, spearheaded I, it. I but. have
0: to play something for you later. Okay. Uh, when we take a break, remind me. Aaron showed me the new Paris Jackson. You know who Paris Jackson yeah. is? My, I've my I've country.
2: heard of it. I haven't seen the video. I've heard of it, though. Okay. It's like a grunge song, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm going to play it for you later. Aaron said, listen to this and tell me if you hear anything. And I I said, oh, it's this. Yeah, Because it's recognizable within the first bar of the song. No, it's not. Oh, it's not a cover. (laughs) Might Uh as well be, though. Uh Uh-oh. And people are like, oh, my God. She's like revolutionizing music and bringing back the 90s. I'm like, she's not bringing back the 90s. It's just a song from another band, you fuckers. So anyway, Bad Flower, uh, like I had the wrong impression of what they are, because mm-hmm. like everything I had heard about them was, it was like basically a band that served served the purpose of, uh, like elevating the lead singer to, to the like, basically like giving him a stage to just like, to just like,
2: uh, I don't know how it? I don't I know what it, you're trying to say, like. Like the like the band is more about the singer and right, nobody else. Right. Okay.
0: And it's not that at all.
2: No, they're like an actual band. I didn't know that he played guitar though.
0: The fact that he played guitar, I turned to Aaron and I said I've changed my mind about this band. A, because they're putting on a really good show. B, he's playing guitar. Yeah. And I go, That makes me respect him more.
2: Sure. Because like most, I like these like Gen Z TikTok stars. None of them play instruments. Right. None of them do anything. And I yeah. like
0: I like, don't get me wrong, I like bands where the singers don't play any instruments. Yeah. But the impression that I got about them, being that I thought that it was going to be all about him and his performance, like, but when your singer plays guitar, they blend Care- They blend into the scenery more, you know what I mean? Like, they blend into the whole band.
2: Say, hey, careful how you say this, because I never played guitar. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've told you time
0: and time again that you're not a real musician, so... I
2: fucking hate <laughs> you so much. Um... Yeah, no, they've uh they've been around for a while. They I think they put their first record out in 2015. I'm looking at it right now. 2015 I think is when they first came out. Um, no, they're one of those bands where, like this whole like 90s like grunge ulti sort of resurgence that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bad Flower was one of the one of the the first mainstream bands. That got big with that sound. That kind of paved the way for everything that's going on now. I literally had
0: never even heard of them until like yeah. a month ago. So
2: no, I uh, I always liked them. Is that them and there's there was another band that I that I liked too that was on the radio. Um, not that I listen to the radio much anymore these days, but I don't know. I like them. I thought they are good.
0: Yeah, they put on a good show. <laughs> but yeah. and uh, I mean, Dez Rock's
2: was amazing, right? Well,
0: yeah. I mean, like it, he so he has the sensibilities of an old rocker yep. you know what i mean like he's and that's it's like this, 70s almost. this crowd didn't get it because it was again I, like i hate to i hate to speak i hate to be like this comes off as very boomerish for me to say ah oh, these fucking kids right but i guess millennials are the new boomers yeah so i'm gonna say these fucking kids like hey! they don't know what they they didn't know what they were seeing like you're seeing somebody who is Taking something from the past and mixing it with something yeah. from the future and giving it to you in a very accessible package that is pure energy for only, he only played for 45 minutes this yeah. time,
2: <clears throat>
0: just yeah. electric. And all mm-hmm. these fuckers are just staring at their phones the whole time. And I was like, you guys are idiots, dude. Does
2: this guy have a TikTok?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which God. he does, but
2: <laughs> meanwhile, me, meanwhile you're up in the balcony.
0: Hey, pay attention! Oh, dude, Aaron and I were the only <laughs> ones standing up in the balcony for him. Oh come on! And or for them rather, and uh and at one point in time, there was a guy who was older than me, I think, because there was sort of there was it was a weird mix of there was a lot of Gen Zers, and then there was like kind of an older crowd too and i couldn't tell if the older crowd was there for Des rocks or if they were there because they listened to 89x and they heard bad flower once
2: uh, their kids were probably down on the floor
0: no <laughs> it wasn't that i mean th- there was plenty of that but like it-, it wasn't all that and um
2: i feel like Des rocks appeals to a much broader audience well yeah i mean like yeah.
0: he's got he's he's got the the warbling Crooner esque kind of vibe of of guys from like the fifties and sixties mm-hmm. mixed with a lot of modern rock type stuff. So yeah. I think he does appeal to a wide uh, wide variety. But uh, plus,
2: there are some <laughs> older people that just like new music too. Sure. yeah that's also a a real
0: thing will probably be those people and
2: the people that listen to like 101 riff still yeah you know and bad flowers all over there so right that's very possible
0: but anyway at one point in time somebody asked a guy behind me a question and i could just hear him he said it loud enough so i could hear it so he was purposely trying to get me to hear it he goes i don't know because i can't fucking see and i go
2: I'm at a then, concert. Then stand up, asshole. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> if you'd like to see, stand up. You know, yeah. like, you're at a show.
2: Did you actually say that? And to him? I. No.
0: No. I wasn't going to. I. I I feel like. Because he was also a level above me. Yeah. There's no way he couldn't see. I think he was just being a dick. No, oh, fair enough. And also, I'm not. I'm not looking to. Especially when I'm only there with my wife and I don't have any of my friends with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to start a fight when I'm at a show.
2: Like we did with those disgusting lesbians at that one show. <laughs> oh, God, dude. <Judy.
0: laughs> don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with lesbians. <laughs> no, but
2: no. It was just these two very specific disgusting these, lesbians. These, that these were two were
0: <laughs> jamming their tongues down each other's throat the whole time. and They, they, they smelled. And they, they tr- both had really bad breath. It was they, disgusting. They, they,
2: and, and because we were close enough to smell their breath. Oh, God. Every single time they were like... when you. Can smell two people licking each other's tongues.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like, it's oh too much, dude. Like, fuck, don't go to a show if you're gonna do that. It's
2: like, it's just, it, it, it was the equivalent of like two raccoons just licking garbage <laughs> in a fucking dumpster. Like, it's...
0: but really sensually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gross.
0: Oh, uh, anyway, dude. Speaking of things that should never, ever, ever happen, let's get into some corrections from last week
1: stupid. You're so stupid.
0: All right, so we got a correction from uh, the Uber nerd Josh Entner over from the uh over over at the uh, <laughs> bloody good film podcast. Nerd! nerd. Uh it's a Highlander uh Highlander correction. So I said that the guy from Sometimes They Come Back his name was Duncan McLeod. Correct. And then Mike says, "Oh, Christopher Lambert." Yeah. So
2: Thinking that Christopher Lambert actually played the Highlander, which...
0: So Christopher Lambert did play the Highlander, but he was Connor McLeod. Yes. Duncan McLeod from the TV series was played by Adrian Paul. Gotcha. So now we got all of our nerd ducks bro gotcha.
2: I I'm going to I'm going to excuse myself from being wrong because I've never actually seen the Highlander and I'm gonna keep it that way just to piss off Josh somehow the I'm fact never gonna watch the Highlander
0: somehow the fact that you've never seen it <laughs> is nerdier than him <laughs> watching it
2: I I had the opportunity at one point in time to buy like the big uh like five disc laser disc box set of Highlander and I should have done it if, from Thomas video back in the day never did if it doesn't
0: come with a sword I don't want it
2: well Gives me it might have given me a sword if I liked it that much. So like a... there can only be one. The Dicklander.
0: <laughs> oh the but uh the, yeah the, <laughs> the right? Th-
2: <laughs> Speaking of porn parodies. Oh baby. Uh. All
0: right. So there you go, Josh. We corrected that for you. Can we you move beard. on? Can we move yes. on now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any?
2: Nope, that's okay. all I got. All uh, right, I listened to okay. the whole rest of the episode twice, actually, and I did not catch anything else. There's a couple of things I looked up, but we, uh turns out we were right. Pretty much flawless,
0: right? you know? Right? <laughs> like, that's how we usually do things. Flawless. This is a
2: return to form. Yeah. Last week was, like, the first short episode in a while. We're getting back to our old ways of yeah. never being wrong, not talking for 17 hours.
0: Oh, I thought you meant, like, we're getting, like, last week was... Uh, out of form because it was a short episode.
2: No, that's it's back to form. Oh, we that's... used to we used to be under two hours every episode. <laughs> like four years ago. <laughs> it's it's weird to say four years ago, and then I'm like, we've been doing it for seven years. <laughs> so is it, is it seven? I guess seven. we're coming up on yeah. August? No, no, no. We entered our seventh year.
0: Well, August will be seven years. We're in. We're we're.
2: We've done six years. We're into our seventh We're year. We're into That's our it. seventh yep. year. Yep. Yep.
0: So, uh, anyway, yeah. So, anyway, James, what are we doing this week?
2: <laughs> Why don't you tell us, Pretzel James? All right. I will. Ugh, that, doesn't, um, that doesn't work. Pretzel James
0: doesn't Pretzel work. Pretzel James. No. No. Pretzel James is my father. <laughs> 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 um, so, this week we are talking about some deep sea driller killers. Yeah. Uh, we
2: returned it to the sea. We did to the scene of the crime. Yes. <laughs> oh, that, should have, that was a good title. No. The scene. Was it, the, no, that. Would, the cri- no, it was no, bad. It's okay. Not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> had to talk it through. So,
0: <laughs> so this week, Driller Killer. I mean, we all we know that there's a movie called Driller Killer. This Actually, is, this, this two, is not about that. Two or three. Two.
2: I know of one. The classic eighties. Or seventies, shit. I don't know. I'm not sure actually.
0: Well, then there's this. Then there's the second one where the guy plays a drill that looks like it's. It's an electric guitar. No, with a that's Slumber Party oh, is that Slumber Party Massacre. That Slumber Party Massacre. Yes, but he's always oh, called the Driller Killer, though, isn't it? Because he? he's
2: from Michigan. Isn't, isn't he? He's, he called? He's the one driller... of the Ford kids or something like is Isn't right? he called the Driller Killer though? He might be. I've never actually seen Slumber Party Massacre, so I'm not sure. Are we getting this fucked up? Nope. Okay, no, no, no. There is a movie called Driller Killer. He might be. Called that in those movies, but they're very separate movies.
0: Yeah, you're right though. That that dude is uh from Michigan.
2: Yeah, he's like one of the Ford kids, though, isn't he? Something like that. He's from Some, a family. He's yeah. from like a, a, a well-known family around here. Yeah,
0: something like that. But um, um yeah. Wow, we know nothing, right? Nothing at all. <laughs> um, so anyway, to uh we watched Leviathan. Finally. Finally. I
2: have wanted to watch Leviathan for years and I've never done it.
0: Oh, you've never seen it? I've never seen it. Right on. Um, and we
2: also watched Underwater from a couple years ago uh, yep. with uh, Twilight Chick, uh, Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. I shouldn't say that because she's done so much since then, and it's not a reflection of her true character. Yes, it is. Oh, and I'll get into why. I'll <laughs> well, get. I will. Well, get, she didn't have any hair to touch this time, so you'll be happy.
0: <laughs> you're stealing. You're stealing all my my talking points, dude. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we watched Leviathan and Underwater. Uh, and to go along with that. This one's a stretch this week. Yeah, kind of a reach this week, but we're, we're gonna make it work. <clears throat> um, from hey, speaking about speaking of a return to form. Yeah. From Clown Shoes Beer in Boston, Massachusetts, and Windsor, Vermont. We haven't, we done, haven't no done Clown, clown, a clown shoes, shoes in a long. It's time. It's been
2: so long; they've completely rebranded. Like everything is different about their logo, their presentation, literally everything. You think so? Oh yeah, dude. Um well, I know I know so for a fact because I have original clown shoes still at the house. I have that bourbon uh coffee stout still aging from 7 years ago. I mean,
0: what's <laughs> what's so different? Like they always had the the really cool artwork like this. They did. The the um the actual uh logo itself, is that? Yeah,
2: they, like they're their old their old bottles and old labels were like was like one side kind of like how we uh like it's it was like one they would swap out the art but everything was still laid out. Oh the same. right on yeah. Oh like yeah. Now yeah, you're now right. they're they're all like individual. Yeah, this different. is
0: very cool can art. I got to make sure I get a picture this week. I some some weeks I don't do it because the the cans don't look that cool and also I'm lazy. But uh, but he
2: remembers the pretzels.
0: <laughs> I'm pretzel Jim. Pretzel <laughs> Jim always comes with the pretzels, dude. Uh, so from Clown Shoes Beer, this is Leviathan triple IPA. I don't get it. Yeah, a little bit of a stretch, but we're going to work with it. Triple Ipa. The old Triple Uh, (laughs) Ipa. It's a 10%er, so look out. (laughs) Look out, man! Uh, What is scarier than a Leviathan? Three Leviathans. No logo is safe from these Miocene Epoch monstrosities. Luckily for us, these 50-ton killers are long extinct. So raise a glass to these terrifying beasts and crack open some Herman Melville... This big bad bruiser of a triple IPA features vases. Uh, vases? That can't be... Uh, fuck. See, I, I copied the can and I must have... What does this say? This da, 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 big, uh, triple IPA features waves. Wave vases. Vases. <laughs> vases of flavor. <laughs> waves of mighty hop flavor from relentless dry hop editions of Mosaic, Azeka, and El Dorado.
2: Now... I may do it. I don't think... Could don't, you say that we are cracking open these beers (laughs) (laughs) you could right but would you i don't know you shouldn't i don't think that
0: the the whale in moby dick wasn't actually leviathan
2: why are you saying something about a whale
0: because those are whales
2: oh on the can yeah um no i don't i don't think they're supposed to be whales james i actually are i don't think they are
0: mike listen to this What is scarier than a Leviathan? Three Leviathans. No logo is safe from this Miocene Epoch monstrosity. The Miocene Epoch, they're talking about an actual era in time. Yeah. Luckily for us, these 50-ton killers are long extinct. Yeah. So raise a glass to these terrifying beasts. Here's Here's your big moment. And crack open some Herman Melville. No? Doesn't ring a bell? Nothing. Herman Melville, the guy who wrote Moby Dick?
2: Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I thought the guy that wrote Moby Dick. I don't, actually, I don't think I ever knew who wrote Moby Dick. It's Herm- I know, I know Moby Dick. Obviously, I don't think I ever knew the author.
0: <laughs> Newsflash. Oh, it's-, it's Herman Melville.
2: Oh, Herman. Okay,
0: <laughs> but I don't. I don't think the Leviathan whale was discovered until just like t- ten or fifteen years ago. Oh, okay. Well, so,
2: the in so- fairness the whales on this can look a lot like a lot of the Lovecraftian creatures from H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft, (laughs) Lovecraft world um they do though you know
0: i think they look like sperm whales which is what the oh but their their bottom jaw is too big
2: yeah that's what i'm saying like they look like monsters like like deep sea monsters
0: sperm whales are really stupid looking by the way (laughs) they are that's that's what the leviath the like the actual leviathan whale Mm -hmm. the one that's extinct it's it's basically a sperm whale just a little bit bigger okay but uh I, it's what the, like do they,
2: I, do they call pods them do they call like a pot of sperm whales a load cuz they totally should <laughs> <laughs> There's a load of whales coming a load of sperm whales
0: Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome They call it a they call it a juggernaut <laughs> a, ju- a juggernaut of sperm whales
2: <laughs> No that's that's what they call the uh the leader of the family The juggernaut <laughs> the juggernaut <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh,
0: sweet, sweet Mary! S- all right, let's, all right, uh, try this uh, yeah, let's this try smells this. It smells strong.
2: It's a ten percenter. It smells good though, because you know what's mm. better than drinking a ten percenter when in I middle... have to drive home in a snowstorm, in the middle
0: of a snowstorm. <laughs> Listen, we'll go up and check in a, in a in a few minutes before we get into trailer trash. I don't think it's. I don't think we're gonna get the amount of snow that they say we're gonna get. I hope.
2: Get. I hope not. We were supposed to get about an inch and a half an hour, and it's supposed to go until four in the morning. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I just can't <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: My wife's used to get an inch and a half in an hour.
2: <laughs> Wait, every hour until four in the morning. This is the longest, like that's sting level tantric sex right there.
0: Oh, dude, I just, like tantric sex. I don't. Know, maybe I'm missing something, but it doesn't sound like fun to me. Whoa, like whoa, whoa. just sitting there, like whoa, what you've
2: never popped on a little tantric and had sex. I know the breakdown. Everything is gonna, gonna break, break down someday. someday. <laughs> I know the
0: breakdown. You can see the reason why uh, no one else is feeling. Oh
2: God, it's over. feeling this way.
0: <laughs> oh, that song sucked, right? I, I, loved I mean, like it. I, I, loved I, it so I, much. I loved it, but it sucked
2: too. I saw Tantric play at the Wired Frog back when uh, when did it was really? when it moved from the original location this means nothing to nobody here it, it doesn't was an matter. old old club that we used to play at just means nothing to nobody it does not it was an old, <laughs> old club that we used to play at though but uh, when they moved to the Roseville Theater where I almost got molested that's a story for another <laughs> day uh, they played there though
0: yeah. almost or did almost no oh, okay almost um. Yeah. Tantric, dude. Like, <laughs> white. Like white guys with dreads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's always well, was cool. Was the singer
2: of? It was the band from Days of the New. Mm-hmm. And then the singer apparently of Days of the New was a complete chotch bag. So they all quit and then started Tantric.
0: The singer from Tantric was like a bite-sized version of uh, what the hell's the guy's name from Creed? Scott. Scott Stapp. Yeah. He yeah. looked just like him, but he was like smaller. <laughs> like a little, ten, like, like a little, literally
2: bite f- like a little
0: fun size kind of Scott Stapp. Yeah, it was funny, and he sounded just like he him. He did, he did. Uh, anyway, let's drink this uh, beer. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, cheers, bud. Sir.
1: Kinky.
2: Ooh, mm. Mm. she's good. She's the, strong. You can taste it. The Leviathan. It's um, uh, it's good. It's wailing around my mouth a little bit, but it, uh... <laughs> it's sperming around in mine. <laughs> I'm switching this load <laughs> around in my mouth. Uh, no, it's actually really, really good though. It's um, it's strong. Yeah. You you have to really appreciate like a a, a really strong, full bodied IPA to like this. I feel like, uh, but the flavor is definitely there. It's, the old it's full good. body triple IPA. Um, mm. so Clown Shoes has a whole brand new line of beers out that we should find a reason to drink because okay. they all sound delicious. Uh, I, but yeah. I don't
0: need a reason to drink most beers. I just drink them. But like, no. yeah uh do they have like could they fit in with shows
2: uh most of them yeah cool yeah so right we, can, on. Uh, we can go back to picking shows around beers if we want to i like I that. actually i actually want to get back into picking shows at random like we used to okay just uh you know i like have a bunch of stuff until it gets into the summer i feel like summer when stuff comes out rapid fire we can you change bring up, back the wheel of pizza death? i kind of it'll be a different wheel this time okay but yes yeah, so i kind of want to bring back the wheel of pizza death and All like right. plan out like a month ahead what a, what, or just for the next week. What is this show? Like <laughs> the shit that we
0: come up with is so fucking stupid, dude. We, we wonder why our listener base <laughs> just
2: drops off every month. Like, there's,
0: there's a new gimmick every three weeks. It's like you can't keep up. It's just it's like it's like listening to I don't know. I it's was, like listening to idiots. Just
2: I was thinking about it. Like the people just, that have um, listened to us forever or have gone back and listened to every episode. Yeah. They know like s- almost seven years of our lives. Very few people know seven years straight of our lives. Yeah, it's weird. Not it's even. Like, it's like you're friends with us. Not you're even my growing parents,
0: because they hate me. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they wish I was a girl. <laughs> they wanted a. They wanted another
2: daughter. And you can change that. I could. Yeah. You could. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, that's Leviathan Triple IPA. It's delicious. If you can get clown delicious. shoes around you, uh, do it because we said so. Yep and you know what else we said so
0: know what else we said so that's not a good let's
2: let's, roll it back roll it back
0: know what else we said what's that James you should go check out these trailers that we're about to talk about we didn't say that but I'm gonna go with it okay
2: All right, James, uh, we got a couple of trailers for you this week. The first one is racist, but it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's called The Blackening. Um, this actually looks really funny. It's an all-black cast, and it's called The Blackening, and it's a slasher movie. And the tagline, playing into every bit of racial stereotypes in slasher movies forever, is, we uh, we can't all die first. <laughs> I, Which I think is brilliant.
0: I was going to say, I, I I liked the tagline that you came up with. It's racist, but it's supposed to be. <laughs> But this one's good too. <laughs>
2: um, I've act- I've not watched either of these trailers, by the way. Uh, I've heard of this movie though, and it's spo- like in the festival scene. It was like blowing up or whatever. Um, it's like, it, it definitely takes. Well, you're playing into the trope that black yeah, people yeah. always die first slasher and slash It's definitely a social commentary sure, on yeah. the way things are treated, but it's done with a comedic edge. Sure. And uh, I've been looking forward to actually seeing the trailer for this. So uh, here we go. Uh, all these trailers are online, as always. Watch them, come back, discuss with yourselves, not us, because it's a podcast. And if you talk to us, you're going. To look like a crazy person in public, so maybe don't do that.
0: Like a like a Randy Quaid,
2: <laughs> a real Randy Quaid. You look like a real Randy
0: <laughs> Quaid right now.
2: Uh This is the blackening. This little reunion about to crack. We got the whole crew back. Really, bitch. A cabin in the woods. Now let's get it all in perspective. Stand yeah, time.
0: You'll stop playing.
1: I got a gun. Damn. That's too DMX. What you doing?
2: <laughs> oh my god, that looks incredible. That uh, looks really good. <laughs> that is that is how you tackle like a social commentary and do it the right way. Like,
0: well, yeah, with a sense of humor. Yes, I, like, yes. Yeah, it's it, you're never it's proving a
2: point, but it's <laughs> fucking hysterical at the same time.
0: Right. Right. And, and and if whether it's whether it's about race or, or sexuality or anything like any anything that might be a you know, something worth looking into as a yep. as a social commentary, tackle it with Tackle it with comedy, and everybody will be open to the message. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Because like,
2: it, it doesn't hit you over the head in a way that you don't want to pay attention to it. You want to pay attention <laughs> to it because well, it's it's an attractive thing to pay attention to.
0: That's why I feel like that's why I feel like so much of. Uh, um,
2: <laughs> not to say that racial things are not an attractive thing to pay attention oh, to. Oh no. I just no. realized how bad that could have uh, well, come n-
0: off. No, I get what you're saying, but like like nowadays nowadays like you go on uh, Twitter or or TikTok or really any any social media and you just hear people bitching at each other about everything. Mm-hmm. And nobody like I don't even engage with people on Facebook anymore. Um sometimes I'll troll people on Instagram cuz it's funny, but like sure. like you're not going to change anybody's mind by yelling at them. No. You not know at what all. I mean? Not at all. Or and, and, or
2: or coming off like you know a bunch of shit when you clearly know nothing about what you're talking about. Right. Yeah.
0: I've uh, and and you know, maybe it doesn't work for everybody, but I've always thought like comedy is one of the best ways to tackle these types of things. Sure. Uh, also, like George who... George Carlin. <laughs> yeah.
2: no, I'm, I'm yeah. serious. Like yeah. guys like him paved the way mm-hmm. for these like, social commentary type like like comedy. I know that's been around forever. He didn't pioneer it, but like sure, he's yeah. one of the guys that like I can remember growing up, like hearing talking about things for the very first time in a funny way that actually made you think. Yeah. yeah. You know, you when you frame things in a way that isn't so like abrasive, mm-hmm. it, it sinks in more.
0: Well, it's well, it is abrasive. I mean, George well, Carlin was but very you know abrasive. But abrasive, but yeah, like,
2: abrasive in terms of I don't like I want to hit the off button. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's he like, made you want to pay attention to right. it
0: like this movie <laughs> this movie we could, like you know us as white people we could watch it and we could be like oh this is like it it might actually show it might actually show you some of the things that uh, y- you know that like that that black people might take issue with when they see themselves characterized on screen yeah but it's it's presented in a way that's accessible because and I'm you know somebody might listen to this and be like oh you 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 need you need everything to be accessible to you you need somebody to hold your hand while you're learning this stuff no i don't but it's it's a much it, like it, it's an easier way for everybody to just get along it's digestible like, let's get together let's talk about the issues and let's laugh about it yeah. you know what i mean yeah I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, that's, I, that's just I'm, the way
0: I see it. I, I completely agree with you. I that's why I like I do. I stay off of social media a lot because everybody's so fucking angry about everything all the time. When I'm like, why can't like every once in a while you'll come across a good thread where like it'll be black people, white people, Asian people, gay people, straight people, and they're all like ribbing each other. Yep. Not rimming. They're all ribbing. <laughs> they're all ribbing each other. Like they're making fun of each other. <laughs> For all of those things, for their race and their sexuality, but they're doing it in a like a good natured, yeah. light hearted way, and everybody's just having a good time. That's but they're the also, way to be. but they're also talking about issues at the same time. Like when you make it like when you make it like that, where everybody's just having a good time, you can actually like set some serious shit out on the sure. table. Sure. And everybody learns a little bit of something. It sort
2: of it sort of dearms and de-escalates the topic. disarms, Disarms. Yeah. Yeah. A, a little bit though, you know what I'm saying? To where to where you can come to the table and not feel like, you can't talk about right, certain things. Right. Uh, and, wait, the, the, <laughs> and, maybe,
0: and maybe we're taking that a little... Maybe we're no. getting a little too serious based on this trailer. I don't like, know.
2: I, I like it, though. I, it, I think it's it looks, fun.
0: It looks really fun. It looks funny. It looks uh, like all all the jokes landed. Like, I don't think Absolutely. there was a joke in that entire trailer that didn't land for me. I thought everything nope. was really funny. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah.
2: And they're just taking standard horror tropes right. and turning them on their heads, yeah. too.
0: So Absolutely.
2: All right. Um. Next up, remember the movie Last Shift? Yeah, there's a remake.
0: It. A lot, yeah. There's a remake. I'm we talked about, about it. I haven't watched the trailer yet. It's called but
2: Malum, uh, and we got the trailer for it, and uh, we're about to watch it. James,
0: I'm gonna say Malum.
2: Malum is it Malum? Okay, well, I, I just sure I'm going
0: it. based off. Of, there's a there's a deer hunter song called Mister Malum.
2: Does it have anything to do with the movie?
0: No, but like that's spelled the same, so I'm just gonna say it's Malum, that's not fair. Malum, because that sounds stupid.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I'll go with that. Um, if I could pull my screen over here, that would be great. Here we go. This <clears> is...
0: Yeah, I haven't watched this yet, but I did, I, Alex King posted something about it, and he said it looks like they're building more on, like, the, the mythos of it. Okay. Which I'm super which stoked I, about.
2: I remember the, the mythos behind it was fucking great. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. It was like a demon, wasn't it? Like, like, like a... It's
0: like a cult leader Yeah. who, yeah, basically, like, like uh... Instead of a death cult, it was like a possession cult or yeah. something like that.
2: Okay, uh, bef- we'll, we'll talk about more afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> this is Malam.
0: Malam, you prick. I can see the fear in your eyes. You saw something you can't explain.
2: Um. Uh, so here's the thing. This is supposed to be a bigger budgeted remake. I thought My, it looks it it looks lower budget and not good.
0: It looks lower budget. Yikes! It looks like a it looks like a almost like a shot for shot remake with a couple extra things added in. That I don't, don't remember, that don't seem necessary. I
2: don't remember the original enough to say that,
0: but like, well, it was about it was a girl who. Well, the plot's the same. Yeah, sure. the plot's the, the plot's exact the same, same. But but then I, but then they added in like the 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 flashbacks to them standing in the barn with the guy saying the word Malum for you know.
2: Yeah, I like I, it. Just doesn't. That look That doesn't look good. good. That, Oh, I'm severely disappointed. Last shift was awesome. Last shift was great. That looks
0: like they just took it and they're like, let's make the same movie, but worse.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Let's I don't get it.
0: That's weird, dude. Super weird. That's really weird. That and, oh, like, and, and that um... looks
2: like the the like if somebody would if Hellraiser was a standalone movie, right? And someone's like, we're gonna give Hellraiser the bigger budget remake. And then they come out with Hellraiser Revelations. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I stand up for that movie a little bit, but like, it is definitely a lower budget, shittier version of Hellraiser. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I know, can't dude. stand I'm, behind this.
0: Yeah, I was not impressed that. I feel with like at people
2: all. we know online liked it, thought it looked good. I disagree. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, friends. Yeah, just I, know I
0: disagree. Yeah, just knowing, just remembering how much I liked last shift. Just yeah, watching last, watching last shift was fantastic. Watching that that did nothing for me. Yeah, I watch,
2: just watch last shift. Make that your first shift. Yeah. Yeah. How about that?
0: Well, <laughs> and, and even the demon, like the like the demon in last shift. Once, once you finally saw it, where he had like the carved uh, face. Yeah, the uh, what the hell pentagram, uh, pentagram yeah. carved in his face. Yeah. Compared to the demon that they show you in that, when she pulls the target away, it looks the, stupid.
2: The actors don't look great right in this either. No, they look forced. Like yeah. everything that looks like they're acting, not living. Yeah, you know? I, I don't, I don't know. It's I don't weird. understand
0: this. It's very that's well, weird. <laughs> um,
2: that's, yeah. that's that's that. All right, cool. <laughs>
0: well, that's uh, uh. that's trailer trashed. Um, anyway, that's what we're dr- <laughs> That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about.
2: Let's go see the blackening.
0: Go see the (laughs) blackening. That's Trailer Trash. Let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed
2: Feed. Well, it's ironic that we're talking about uh, deep sea horrors this week, because the one death that we have is actually the original. I don't know if you heard about this. The very last surviving actor from the classic Universal Monster movies. Uh, That being Creature from the Black Lagoon uh rico browning has passed away this week at the age of 91 he's the very last or 93 sorry very last actor to play one of the well he was the original creature from the black oh okay he's like the last of like the original universal monsters wow right that was still living uh he passed away at the age of 93 this week uh super sad i mean it, it to say that creature from the black lagoon was um inspirational to anything after it is is the understatement of the year sure. like it's the quintessential swamp monster lake monster sea monster whatever water monster you know mm-hmm. um you could say that he wet an entire generation of moviegoers
0: you could say that you could say that <laughs> and it would definitely be Respecting his legacy, <laughs> he um,
2: he uh, he reprised his role in uh, Revenge of the Creature and The Creature Walks Among Us. So he did all three of the original uh, Creature movies. Um, yeah, like absolutely. He was also in Thunderball and Caddyshack. Oh. I didn't know he was in Caddyshack. <laughs> um, he notably also co-created. I'm reading the Flipper franchise. Oh. <laughs> Flipper, flipper. Flipper, faster um, than lightning. pretty pretty amazing um pretty amazing career he yeah i, I like so what else can be said? did Rest you watch in, did you watch flipper oh, i love flipper Are you kidding me i had a little i had, I had a, uh, a stuffed dolphin that when you squeezed it it made the flipper sound
0: you mean a dolphin sound
2: the flipper sound <laughs> Don't, don't lump all dolphins into <laughs> Flipper. Come on, They all dolphins. sound the same. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so rest in peace, Rico Browning. Yeah, rest uh, in huge, peace. Huge, huge, huge loss to the horror community. Um, okay, let's see. Moving on to a little bit of news for this week. Uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, if you like Stranger Things, James, do you like Stranger Things? No. Not at all? Okay, well, you won't like this then. But there's a stage show coming. Really? Which is pretty cool. Uh, it's written by the Duffer Brothers, okay. so it's a legit canon show. Sure. Uh, it's called Stranger Things First Shadow. Um It says, Hawkins, 1959, a regular Tom with regular worries, young Jim Hopper's car won't start, Bob Newby's sister won't take his radio show seriously, and Joyce wants to just graduate and get the hell out of town. When a new student, Henry Creel, arrives, his family (laughs) finds that a fresh start isn't so easy, and the shadows of the past have a very long reach. Now, before you say anything, the name Henry Creel means nothing to me. I still have not watched these before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't fucking say anything. Okay. Um that being said though, if you are a fan of stranger things I'm I have to imagine they'll make this available somehow right whether it be an official release or somebody'll put it online because <laughs> that's what happens with all stage plays
0: Oh yeah yeah I'm sure it will especially with stranger things being a Netflix, property i i imagine they'll probably do like what you know what they did with hamilton i would like a a professional
2: why don't they do that for more stage shows that'd be great because yeah it'd be amazing like i feel like hamilton did so much business on disney plus when it came out i've personally watched it it yeah oh yeah yeah. i've personally watched it at least 1200 times have you yeah, I, probably, I listen to it all the I time. I probably on. kept it afloat myself cuz I put it on for background music all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, they doing that for any any stage plays like I just yeah, watched I, I The love. Beetlejuice play. Oh yeah. People would love to see that they can't make it to the show. They Absolutely. can't whatever. or like, can't afford it, you know. Yeah. It's like
0: it, going to going to see a play is pretty pricey sometimes. Put it like
2: like like, like record the original Broadway version of it you can sit on it for a couple of years. Right. Sure. And then eventually just release it yeah. streaming back, you know, after it's, it's done making its initial run of money and this, right. and that. like I, I understand wanting to, wanting to do that, but like just put this stuff out, these stage plays are amazing. Listen, I the wish pe- they would.
0: even if you didn't sit on it for a couple of years, the people who want to see it live are going to go see it live.
2: Sure. It's at, but that's like saying that people that want to see things in theater are going to see it at a theater. It's not true. It's, the, it's just not true. I want to see everything in the theater, but if I can get it at home, I'll watch it at home.
0: Yeah, so either way, they're still getting your money.
2: Less money, though.
0: But if you, so I agree with you. I'd love to go see everything in the theater, but I don't have the time or the money, right? Uh-huh. So if they if it wasn't available to stream, I would just never see that movie until it eventually came out on, on like, you know. Sure. A, a, no, I get that. A, 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 until there was, like, eventually a physical copy of it somewhere. Sure. No, I get so, it.
2: It's a it's a catch twenty two. It, it, it sure. makes sense for both ways if you look at it. But anyway, though, uh, if you're into that, though, this starts in uh, London. So if you li- live in London, that's good. But it London. starts late this year. So I'm sure it'll make its way over to here eventually. But come
0: you know. on, D- the Duffer Brothers—they wrote four seasons of a of a of a mo- or of a show that's like pure American cinema nostalgia, and you're going to
2: start it in London. Cheerio <laughs> I got nothing for you Come on man um, Okay uh, Moving on to another movie That is uh, continuing a story James you're a fan of Silent Hill I am We talked a little bit ago About uh, the new movie Return to Silent Hill Which uh, the original directors Of the first movie Is coming back to direct Cool uh, We have a plot synopsis Oh cool For the new one uh, let's see here. Driven by the shadows of his past, James Sunderland returns to si- Silent Hill to find his lost love, Mary Crane, uh, but the dark, depressing small town is no longer the place from his memories. James meets characters who seem all too familiar who try to divert hi- him from his search for Mary. The longer he searches for Mary, the more he begins to wonder if this is still reality or if he has fallen into the dark underworld of Jacob Crane. Mm. Does that mean anything to you? Nope. <laughs> this is apparently a um, to take off of the original Silent Hill 2 video game. Okay. So, if you're not familiar with that story, then this will be all new to you.
0: I've played most of the Silent Hill video games, but it's been so long, yeah, probably, right. They yeah. would have been on what? PS1? Yeah. You know, it's been like 20 years since I played any of them. Yep. Nope. So that's yeah.
2: 22 years ago. God, James, your brain is 2001, you said? It's Ye- 22 years ago. I didn't did I say 2001? I thought you did. I don't think so. You said the last time you played them was on PS2 in 2001.
0: I just said PS2. Oh.
2: Did I, did I make that up? <laughs> no,
0: I said Oh no, I said PS1. <laughs>
2: oh, maybe that's what I heard. But okay.
0: that but actually is PS is PS1 the thing that's it's one of the newer ones, isn't it? PS1? I haven't I haven't what? I haven't
2: There's a PS5 out now.
0: Isn't there wasn't wasn't oh Oh no! It was Xbox One. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Say PS. See, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't bought a new console since I've, Xbox 360 is my newest thing that I well, own. Well, you have Switch, so I have that's Switch, not true. Yeah. So uh,
2: PS One though would be the original PlayStation.
0: Right. So that's what I was saying. I haven't played. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're like 2001. So, so you're the one who's getting all confused here. Oh no! PS
2: One was, was like ninety seven. I was gonna say up. it was
0: way before two thousand one. Yeah, I was like
2: probably in the late nineties. I remember up.
0: like Crash Bandicoot. I, I was playing oh, that shit on PS One. It was like nineteen ninety seven, maybe ninety six. Sounds about right. That sounds That right. 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm always down for some more Silent Hill stuff. Like I I really love the original one. I don't remember much about the the sequel. But I think I liked it. The video game? No, the the movie.
2: The, the, the sequel movie wasn't that great. We, we <laughs> did the, we did the first re- movie for, for the show. I love the first one. Yeah, the first one was the, great. They, the second nailed, one was...
0: They nailed the atmosphere in the first one, yeah, I thought.
2: The second one was more like one of those direct-to-video, based-on-a-video game, sure. more so kind of movies, yeah. but... Um, Okay, moving on here. Uh, Speaking of based on things, a new documentary called King on Screen is going to be coming out this year. Uh, Guess what? It's a documentary about Stephen King. What? Right? (laughs) It's funny. I've actually often wondered why there has never been a definitive Stephen King documentary, Mm -hmm. which is weird to me. Yeah. Well, now we're getting one. Uh, and, uh, there's a lot of really, really big people involved in it. Mick Garris, Frank Darabont, Mike Flanagan, Greg Nicotero. So there's some big names talking about their experiences working on the adaptations, probably what King means to them, all that kind of stuff. So if you're into that, that's going to be coming out later this year. I just started Dance Macabre, by the way. Oh yeah? Yeah. I I just started Dances with Wolves.
0: I finished Roadwork, which is, uh, one of the, yeah, I heard you. (laughs) Very different. I finished Roadwork, which is one of the, uh, the Bachman books. Yep. And then I just started *Dance Macabre*, which is like Stephen King's first nonfiction yeah, book. Yeah, it's, like,
2: it's basically a collection of his articles and magazines. No, it's and his. Stuff, it's his. No, that's right? on
0: writing. I think.
2: No, on writing is his book about literally. Oh, writing. on writing. Yeah.
0: Um, no, *Dance Macabre* is like uh, it's his. It's it's basically like his breakdown of why people love horror. Mm. It's pretty good so far. I'm enjoying
2: cool. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also. I'm. I'm now like a little bit more than a third of the way through it slowly but surely just slogging away we're getting there are you liking it still oh i'm still loving it Good. yeah um okay let's see here our last bit of news is more hellboy news this is three weeks in a row of hellboy oh, news all right. uh we have our new hellboy really we do i've never I, heard of him. i have jack kesey jack kesey that's his name how he do you spell in, that uh jack yeah and then k-e-s-y he was in The Strain, which was a fantastic uh, Del Toro mm-hmm. um, vampire show that was on FX, I believe. Yeah. He was also in Deadpool 2. I'm not sure what character he played.
0: Uh, no but he
2: is going to be the new Hellboy.
0: He was also in Baywatch.
2: <laughs> oh. Um, he looks uh, he looks like a dude. I don't, I, I, <laughs> I, not knowing his acting stuff all that well, I can't really say neither here nor there and being that hellboy is a fully prosthetic character like his look doesn't really have anything to do with it. It's interesting.
0: So, he hasn't really done uh like many like notable roles. No. Which, Which is, is why I this mean is actually it's actually
2: probably good for him as opposed to a guy like David Harbour doing it who already had fame.
0: Well, that's what I, I was just going to say I guess it's kind of cool if you think about it like give a give a new guy a shot like this will this will be his you know, sort of like his first uh, introduction to a wide au- a wide audience. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, like even if it fails, he'll be connected with Hellboy, which
0: so is that, pretty big. Like, well, so that might not be great. Well, no, but it, it but it's fails. still a big
2: name, though. Like even David even David Harbor's Hellboy, right, which was not like received well at all. Yeah. He's still known for it. Like, it's, sure. like I don't think it hurt David Harbour's career.
0: Uh actually I just I I read an article. Shit. I f- I forget exactly. He he regrets playing Hellboy. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah.
2: We talked about this last week.
0: And it's Oh, yeah. He's, like, he's we,
2: like we learned I learned a lesson about fucking established Yeah, don't don't, don't, yeah, don't uh, fuck
0: with yeah. IP <laughs> like Yeah, established uh, IP. Yeah. Um so yeah, hopefully this will uh not be like Hopefully this won't be like a a total tank job for this guy and just hope like not. and and kind of like put his whole career in the ground. <laughs> but
2: I hope not, but uh we'll see though um, yeah, anyway, that's your news.
0: cool all right, well, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. I need to show you this song, this okay. Paris Jackson song because okay. I need to do it before I forget, and then we will come back and we'll talk about some movies.
2: Yeah. Some, some
0: under some underwater driller killers or whatever. James we gonna
2: take me on his wet wild adventure. Yeah, with slimy alien slug things. Yeah, yeah. God, that's sexy. And throughout this,
0: you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
2: All right, James, we got two movies to talk about this week, Leviathan and Underwater. Leviathan. And uh, which movie do you want to talk about first? Leviathan. Okay, I, I have a joke for you. What is it? Robocop, Harry, Winston Zedemore, and Colonel Troutman walk into a bar. Yeah. That's, that's the joke. Oh
0: well, you need, <laughs> you need a punchline for a joke. They make a movie. <laughs> cool. Ha ha ha. Before
2: we before we get into either one of these movies, who was the third one that you said? Oh, Harry. Harry. Yeah. Harry from oh, yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Um, before we go, well, well, third was technically Winston's Zetterstrom. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. Before we get into both these movies, it's going to be difficult for me to keep these movies straight because they were practically the exact same movie. One was just done more recently, and one was done back in the 80s. It's like the most of these underwater like alien movies, there's not much to differentiate between the two of them outside of maybe a little bit of mythos, a little bit of character design, but that's about it. Everything else is largely similar. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't,
0: I don't disagree with you. They
2: all are just trying to remake Alien underwater.
0: Alien or uh the abyss yep. or or uh like
2: they're 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 so similar that it's it's really, really difficult to keep them straight. What was the other movie
0: that I kept getting vibes from? It was definitely alien uh shit, what
2: was the other one that I kept? Alien was the big one for me um the abyss was a big one for me as well um but yeah, there oh, was the uh, I thought in this movie the creature looked like the creature from the relic a lot. Like it was the underwater version of The Relic. Yeah, sort of. It's kind of what I got from it. Yeah. But um, in terms of uh, what other movie you're thinking of, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but we're, if we're I'm starting with Leviathan, no, yeah. it's from 1989, directed by George... Oh, The Thing. Oh, The Thing. It's, a f- yes. it's, it's
0: literally yes. The Thing underwater.
2: I actually have a note, <laughs> I actually have a note that the, the effects are very Thing-like at yeah. times.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
2: so directed by George uh, Cosmatos. Casmato's. There he is. Uh, who also directed uh first uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Cobra and then randomly Tombstone. <laughs> Dude. Which one of these things is not like the other? You've seen Tombstone, Oh yeah, Tombstone's right? great. Yeah. Fuck, it's so good. That's the Huckleberry movie, right? I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and, and he th- says finally Huc- though recently.
0: I'm sure I've said this before on the show but he says Huckleberry. Not Hucklebearer who says huckleberry there's a there's a whole thing online about whether it's it's a debate it's an ongoing debate about whether he says huckleberry
2: or hucklebearer those people are fucking stupid well
0: hucklebearer actually makes sense because there's there's they used to call the handles on the sides of coffins huckles so like a pallbearer a hucklebearer so like so doc doc holiday would have basically been saying like i'm your hucklebearer like i'm the guy who's going to lead you to the grave sure so it makes sense but that's not what he but says. He very
2: clearly says Huckleberry.
0: Well, it, I think it's because he says like Huckleberry. And like berry. Yeah, but he like, goes up though, I know. which is the why. I realize that because I'm not a dumb piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, but, but there's a lot you. of people who are dumb pieces of that's shit. True. So, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. There's a whole there's like I there's a there's a whole Reddit thing that's dedicated to it where people just fight about it for yeah, days. People are and then all you have to do is look at Val Kilmer's fucking uh not memoir. What do you call it? Uh, autobiography. Yeah. His autobiog- His autobiography is literally called "I'm Your Huckleberry. Huckleberry." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just. Uh... You could squash this real quick. I would quick.
2: say read between the lines, but just read the line. <laughs> just read the fucking line. <laughs> uh, perched on the hull of a wrecked Soviet freighter, a team of deep-sea miners led by head oceanographer Stephen Beck come face-to-face with a mutant creature that's the product of a failed genetic experiment. Um, no, that's, that's, not, he's, a, it's that's not, not, he's not a great... He's not no, an oceanographer. No, he's a, he's a... Geologist. He's a geologist. Yeah, he does rocks.
0: I am for. You. IMDB, that you need to fi- you need to vet these things a little bit, you pieces of shit. They don't. Right. Um, yeah,
2: he's just on there because he knows what silver and ore are. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Um, and he's uh played by Peter Weller, Mr. Robocop himself, uh, is Steven Beck. Uh Hey,
0: is uh no, sorry, I just I was thinking about this earlier and you said that. so the director's name is uh George Cosmatos. I don't
2: think there's any relation.
0: To Panos Cosmatos? I don't
2: think so, but look it up. Well, I'm doing I'm, the rest I'm of this. going to. Yeah, please yeah. do. That'd be interesting if it yeah. was. Um, let's see here. Richard Krenna is played. Uh, I'm sorry, Richard Crenna plays Doc, who is the um, doctor. That's the word I'm looking for on the ship. Uh, he plays uh, Troutman in the First Blood movies, mm-hmm. and he plays the exact same character. Mm-hmm. Like his acting style does not change from movie to movie. He knows how to do one thing, and he does it well. Yeah, that's it. Because I, I could, I could see the entire time like we need Rambo down here to take on the alien, <laughs> and I would love that.
0: So can I, can I interject just for a second? Because yes. I looked this up, I haven't found the answer yet. But George Cosmatos' middle name is Pan. Really? George Pan Cosmatos. Same person. Panos
2: Cosmatos. Did he go back in time? Is he a time traveler? Oh,
0: Panos Com- Cosmatos is his son. No. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, I'll be damned! Uh, Look at that, dude. That's pretty that's awesome. That's fucking cool because that's cool.
2: That's, I, that, that's cool.
0: All right, sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we like sons doing stuff. We like stuff.
0: stuff like we like when I, I mean, I, how cool is it though? Because Panos Cosmatos does some fucking awesome stuff, uh, especially like in the realm of science fictiony type
2: horror. Yeah, horror
0: yeah. and like and just like. And he's got his own style about him too, uh-huh. which I think is really cool. And to know that he came from the loins of George Pan Cosmados,
2: that's the pretty fucking cool. Leviathan loins. The,
0: yeah. The lab, labia. <laughs> Labiathan. <laughs> the labia. Of... Gross. Gross. All right. Anyway, uh,
2: speaking of labia, Amanda Pays plays Elizabeth <laughs> Willie Williams. <laughs> Babe,
0: yeah, total, Uh, total babe. Yeah,
2: I, I, no disrespect. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Daniel Stern, babe, babe, (laughs) plays six pack. I gotta be honest with you. Watching Daniel Stern play such a fucking like creeper was weird. He does it so well, though. Does he? Like, I can't picture him as anything other than like wholesome villain or wholesome dad. You mean wholesome villain from like bushwhacked. like the scout troop leader in Bushwhacked, He was a wholesome burglar in Home Alone. I guess. Like his big his big evil plan was in Home Alone 2 was to be the sticky bandits. It doesn't get much more wholesome than that as a villain. <laughs> yeah. Well, Let's be honest, he's still a villain
0: though. I don't know. Like I thought that he played the I thought he played this 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 character really well he
2: did but it was just weird like it was creepy like i don't don't know maybe maybe that's the effectiveness of it who knows (laughs) um let's see here uh michael who plays de jesus uh lisa elbacher who plays bridget babe Uh, meg foster
0: oh meg foster meg
2: foster who my god she plays evil so easily so those eyes it's dude. the eyes it's the eyes they're piercing. It's the eyes
0: and she's got a very like sultry voice yeah too. It, it, her voice is like it's very she's perfect for these yeah. types of roles mm-hmm.
2: uh and then to round it out tom woodruff drew uh woodruff jr who plays the creature is perfect because he plays the best creatures in all a lot of these stan winston movies because that's where he started his oh, career don't, don't forget
0: hector Elizondo though hector Elizondo is one of my like he's he's one of the actors who, every time I see him, he was, uh he was Cobb. Yep, yep. He pops up in so many different roles, and I like him in everything. Yeah. I recently, what did I just recently watch? Oh, <laughs> I recently watched the two, because uh, I have a daughter, and she likes princesses, and I do too. We watched the, uh, what are those movies with Anne Hathaway?
2: Oh, uh, The uh, Little Princess. The Princess Diaries. That's it, yeah.
0: And he's in those, and he's Oh, just, is he? Yeah, he's just- fucking delightful he's, but he he shows up everywhere man he's, he's a
2: hector of a guy
0: yeah a hector of a guy <laughs> yeah he's all over the place and i really like him but um, the, yeah
2: the, the cast movie is is baller like it's 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 amazing yeah it's a, it's great a really cast. good cast yeah. i i can't believe i didn't realize how many stars were in this movie like i said this is this is a movie that i've wanted to watch for years mm-hmm. just have never been in the same room with it and um i gotta be honest it's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I dude. love this movie,
0: dude. The opening sequence had me, because I had never seen it before either. Uh, the opening sequence had me really like on the edge of my seat. The sequence with uh, De, uh, De De Jesus. Is yeah. that how you say his name? Yeah, he's like De oxygen. Jesus, De Jesus, De Jesus. Yeah, like because his oxygen's running out, his rebreather gets burnt out or whatever, and the, and they have to like. They can only just kind of slowly walk along the, the bottom of the ocean floor as they're trying to get to the, uh, what?
2: Is that a thing that they really do? What? Like, do these types of deep sea drilling operations actually have like livable things on the bottom of the ocean where they physically go out every day in these ocean spacesuits and do drilling?
0: I actually don't. Like, I actually is that a don't thing that you? actually
2: exists? Because it's in every single sci-fi ocean movie. I don't like. Not at the.
0: I don't think like at the levels that they're doing. Because the these. Uh, this one was.
2: Underwater set, was in the Mariana's Trench, right?
0: Yeah, that was that there, one's, That was thirty-six thousand feet yeah. below surface. This one, this was, one like, was seventeen thousand yeah. feet. Yeah. Um. I don't think that they have.
2: I don't think they do either. And the crazy thing is that these movies were all set way in the future. Like this one's in twenty, like fifty or something like that. I forget the actual. was it? did they it, actually yeah. say the date? I can't um, remember. This one, this one, and underwater both take place in the future. I'm not sure exactly what the dates were. When, did but not, like when... it's ironic because they they set these in the future because they assume this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been like that. We have these off sea, deep sea drilling rigs that sit above the water. Sure, and they go straight down, but that's it. Right. Like none of these like big bases at the bottom of the ocean exist.
0: I mean it's interesting though, because when you think about these the like the the deep sea drilling rigs that sit up above the water, they still have to get down to the bottom of the ocean to construct the yeah. the 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 pylons that those things sit on. So it may I mean how like how does it work? I don't know, dude. I don't know either. We should look into this a little we should. bit. It's <laughs> kind of fascinating actually. Yeah shit under the ocean, like these both of these movies. Under
2: the sea. <laughs> under the sea, life can be grand. Drilling with Dan under the sea. Boop, it's Dan? Boop, 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 boop. Sounds hot. hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, stuff under like I'm actually I'm I'm more terrified by the ocean than I am by space. Oh yeah, we talked about even the though s- they're both like they're both like you said, both settings are very similar. Oh, they're the, identical. The equipment, the the. Uh, Sp- suits the suits the uh the set pieces the atmosphere they're both very similar yep Something- the only thing
2: that's different is you don't have fish floating around in space right that's which the fish the fake fish in this movie were hysterical to me they were so bad like you have creature effects it look so amazing in this movie and they couldn't handle fake fish for whatever reason in the beginning of the movie that weird like the that, anglerfish? That we the anglerfish was super weird looking. The crab thing they kill in the beginning well, that he the puts cra- under like Yeah, you know? that
0: looked like it was made out of silly putty. They're but all like, so
2: weird looking, but then the creature effects are amazing. I thought the
0: anglerfish looked pretty good actually. Eh, like, I, if thought you, looked,
2: I thought it looked weird. The
0: fish at the bottom of the sea don't look
2: no, real I, I mean, or good. It, They're looked, like, it looked like a piece of styrofoam. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, I <I'm> sure. Um <laughs> So anyway, uh, get, getting into the the plot of this movie, yeah. it's uh, uh, this under this underwater drilling team. They've got three days left on their on their shift. They've been down there for ninety days. Yep, which is like that's insane. You know, being two three miles under the ocean for ninety days, not seeing the sunlight or anything like that. It's crazy. Uh, so they have three days left, and uh, one of the guys, uh, six pack. Goes missing during one of the operations. Turns out he found he finds a wrecked uh, a ship, a shipwreck yep. down at the be- bottom of the ocean. He, fall, he
2: literally falls off of an underwater cliff. You know, into a shipwreck. You
0: know what? You know what? None of them reacted to, and I was like, "Are you guys fucking kidding me right now?" Uh when Willie goes after him, Williams. When, yep. she, when she goes after him, she's walking through this like this area where there's all these weird things coming out of the ground and i think it was Cobb, and he goes tube worms which tube worms are a real thing sure but these ones were like 10 feet tall and like two feet across yeah and nobody was terrified by that oh mutant tube worm like these things are fucking huge
2: when de jesus in the beginning is like losing breath and like dying yeah RoboCop on the surface, or not on the surface, in, in the in the control manual, he's just like, oh, well, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to save him. Like, there's no urgency at all. I feel like he was trying <laughs> to keep it, like, he was trying to keep it icy to, like, not freak anybody out. But he also had no idea what he was doing, but he never actually freaked out. No. No, he didn't. <laughs> It's like, yeah, right. well they'll make it. I've seen the script. He'll make it.
0: Actually, he never really freaks out at all throughout no. the entire movie. It's
2: almost like Peter Weller didn't want to do this movie.
0: <laughs> Is that a fact? <laughs> I have Did no he... idea. I
2: it wouldn't shock me though.
0: I don't know, but like I as a character, I think that's kind of cool that he never really loses his mind about anything. Like what you don't really see you don't really see characters like that too often. Was he very
2: android about it? Yeah,
0: yeah, so it was almost like he was half human.
2: Half machine, half machine. I would love Bizarre. to see RoboCop underwater. <laughs> I'd love to see that. He can no longer protect the citizens because he's he he can't be trusted. But he can be a deep sea drilling man.
0: And, and he's got a, like he he's got all the attachments already and everything. Exactly, so exactly. It's perfect. You'd save money it's on perfect. on the equipment.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so he falls off this cliff or whatever, makes his way into this thing, and he comes out with this, this a safe basically. He's think I'm gonna be rich because yeah. he finds a safe on the a shipwreck. Turns out it's just a bunch of captain's logs, bottle of vodka, a flask, which he secretly puts into his pocket. Which I knew right then that that's it. That's, that was an, that's what that was. It.
0: That was another thing that made me think. Oh, this is just the thing. Because you follow the booze, right? Like
2: that was literally my first thought. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. This one was a bit more on the nose, but yeah. Sure. Same, yeah. Same yeah. Difference. They literally,
0: as he's pouring from the flask into the girl's cup, they do a fucking tight shot for like ten seconds, like, Ooh, ominous yeah. <laughs> um, oh, ominous vodka.
2: Well, that's a good. That's a good vodka brand.
0: Ominous vodka. Ominous
2: vodka. Ominous vodka. Um, you, you don't know what you're drinking. <laughs>
0: it's a good tagline.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Some of it's vodka,
2: some of it's piss.
0: <laughs> ominous vodka—you don't know what
2: you're drinking. Next um, up is ominous tequila. It is piss. <laughs> um, but so, so he brings up, yeah, so they bring Dan- it back.
0: Daniel Stern's character Six Pack ends up uh, after he gets into this ominous vodka. He ends up with this weird skin condition right around the same same time that uh, the doctor and uh, and Beck. Are discovering this captain's log that says in Russian something about a skin disease, like basically like a tropical fever skin disease that's causing the entire ship to get sick. The infirmary's full. They have no idea what they're going to do. And then Daniel Stern starts to get all fucked up. He's mm-hmm. he's got these lesions all over his skin and everything like that. And you with eight, within and eight hours, boom, he's dead. Um, so they're trying to figure out. What killed him, why it killed him, what they can do to stop it, and then the whole time, Beck is in contact with Meg Foster's character uh, Martin, who's
2: she's basically like the control service like she's <sighs> she's, she's not, the boss she's yeah, the
0: boss she's the boss, but she's more she's more concerned with how the how the stocks how the stock market is going to react to a disaster within the company.
2: See, I don't think that's what she was concerned about. I think she, like like they mentioned later on in the movie, I think she knew what was down there to begin with. Somehow they knew. Oh, I,
0: I think that they, I think that once, I think that once the infection started, they probably very quickly did their homework and found out what it probably was and took the, Took the measures that they needed but to take. how would to... she?
2: How would she do her homework? Though it was a sunk Russian sh- uh, sub, where all that information was on the Russian ship or in like Russian hands. Are you saying that she was in cahoots with the Russians to know what it was?
0: I'm not saying that she was necessarily in con- in cahoots with the Russians, but I I would I would think that
2: I don't think she could do her homework and know what was going on though, unless she was involved somehow.
0: I would say that's. I would say that's pretty naive because, I, like, a, like Fortune five hundred companies all over the world, whether they're U.S. based, China based, Russian based, they're all they're all in contact with each other all the time. It's not, it's not, you know, like you you look at uh, we we see scandals like this all the time in in our own in our own culture. Like you'll have you'll have somebody who it, it turns out they were involved with this. They were involved with this uh, this company over in communist China, where they were funneling money from from this company into the pockets of so- like you know what I mean. It's all it's all sure. connected when it comes sure. to the almighty dollar. There's no separation between the different between the different countries. Sure. You know, like no, there's- no.
2: I get that. I get that. But my my question is: though, Do you think that she knew about that this thing was down there? Like I, they like they sent them there to drill specifically to see if they could uncover something.
0: No. Okay. No, because that that the Russian ship was pretty obviously what did he how did he say it scuttled. The Russian ship was scuttled by the Russian government okay. because they were doing essentially like gain of function. You know that's a, that's been a hot word on everybody's lips for the last year and a half. They were essentially doing gain of function research. They were trying to. Uh, they were trying to see what this disease would do to people when they were exposed to it. So they purposely put it in the vodka on a Russian ship yeah. because, hey, Russians like vodka. So they no. re- and they realized they couldn't <laughs> control it. So they scuttled the the ship, let it sink they to the it. sink yep. to the bottom of the ocean. Now, where this ship landed doesn't really matter because it's at the bottom of the ocean. It is what it is, right? Sure. So the 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 company who is setting up underwater drilling. They just happened to be right next to that site. I don't think that it was intentional. It's just weird that like she they were, would
2: leave them to die and make up this whole thing about there no, being a I, hurricane on the surface. I
0: think I think that like once it started happening, I do think that the information somehow got to them that this is something you don't want back up at the surface. Like this is something we need to leave down there. Fair. I don't think it was. They were. I don't think it was like researching what would happen because they already knew what would happen. I don't think it was like. Uh, i don't think initially the company had any nefarious reasons nefarious. for ha- nefarious reasons for having the crew down there i think it was just a mining operation but as soon as shit went south they're like we need to cover this up because the bottom line is the bottom line. Yeah. We need to it's make easier, sure that we need to make sure that the money's safe. So we need to it's it's they're easier. They're telling
2: to, us there is this there's this biological breakout on the ship. It's easier to just say something happened at the bottom of the ocean, they died down there. Oh, well, the news and article then, they
0: found was not even it didn't have anything to do with like just a biological disaster. outbreak. It was, just it was something disastrous yeah. Yeah. happened. And, so it's easier to cover it up right. than to
2: say, hey, there's this thing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. I get that. So she's just evil. Her eyes are piercing. I can't get my eyes off her. Yeah. <laughs> That's Meg Foster. Yeah. Um I love how when they're down there too, like Well, do you want to go through the rest of the plot real quick? Uh yeah, it's kind of a yeah,
0: truncated version. Yeah.
2: So like when they're down there though, like it, little by little it goes through different people and you get this this, this like to 2B- be tentacly like weird th- like it starts it it's very alien and that it starts in somebody's body and then it grows and grows and yeah, grows yeah i mean there's
0: literally like a chest burster there is
2: yeah thing. um and by the end of it it's a full-on humanoid fish man basically they, they come to the the conclusion that the russians were trying to develop basically like a fishman that could breathe underwater and like the genetic experiments went wrong. Yeah, they and created thought, this monster. They
0: thought like it would be invaluable to have somebody who was able to breathe underwater and like imagine what that could do for deep sea, deep sea mining or like construction underwater and stuff like that. Like people could just these people who have these capabilities could just dive underwater and they could get the work done and so blah, blah, blah.
2: They were trying to make mermaids. Yeah, it's basically what they were trying to do. Merman, merman's, <laughs> <Under the sea>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, so that and this is where this is where like when the when the the monster comes into fruition a little bit more, you really get these amazing thing level effects in this yeah. movie, and they're so good. Stan Winston is. You don't need me to say this. Stan Winston is. A genius, master, genius, genius, genius. an absolute master of his craft. So yeah. <laughs> obviously the, the effects in this movie are going to be amazing. However, however, I will say, I felt like the effects, like the the creature effects in this movie, they they would always inch towards absolute greatness mm-hmm. and then fall off a little bit, right? Like they wouldn't show it enough and then it went away. And then when they finally showed the full creature at the end, yeah, I'm just like, It's a little hokey. (laughs) It's a little for Stan Winston, especially. It's a little bit hokey, but it's still amazing for what it was in 1989. It just you
0: know, it seemed like they got like because the creature itself was pretty huge. Sure, and I'm sure. So you said it was Tom Woodruff Jr. in the in the suit
2: who played Pumpkinhead and a bunch of other Goro. Goro, (laughs) yep. Like he's Um, he's yeah, one of the best uh, creature effects guys ever.
0: I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't the easiest suit to move around in so I'm I'm guessing that like because I kept wanting them to show more of it and I was like but, but I I came to the conclusion that they probably didn't show more of it because the suit itself was probably so huge and cumbersome that it probably looked bad uh, on camera
2: <laughs> this is the nineties uh throwback episode, apparently.
0: It probably looked bad on camera in, 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 in no, more in more right. than just like little snapshots. You I know think you're I mean? right,
2: because it, they cut away from it a lot. Like they would show it just enough for you to see it, but then cut away from it. Like that's right. kind of like what their their whole like uh uh it's how they shot him, you know. Yep. Like, they didn't they didn't ever like linger on the creature itself, which I thought actually was was beneficial for the creature. Yeah. Because your brain fills in a lot of gaps at that point. Right. Um, I still think that it looked like the relic monster just underwater. I do. Uh yeah. Yeah, I kind of see. Very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it was cool. I also thought too how like it was really cool that um did you notice that Meg Foster had on her on her suit, she had a couple lapel pins that looked like snakes and tentacles.
0: I did notice that.
2: And that's why. I thought maybe she knew more than Um, she was leading on. Yeah. Like, even more so than just, oh, we're going to contain this thing we don't know. Like, I feel like she knew more. There's an underlying story that they didn't really dive into where she was a part of something. I don't know. It seems like a a weird thing to add to her wardrobe if it meant nothing. I just can't imagine. Being that tentacles were a big part of the mythos here i just can't
0: imagine like well or or it was just like or it was just symbolic it was symbology it was it was symbolic that not only not only were they dealing with a foe under the water but they had a foe above the water as well somebody who just was uh completely like indifferent to their plight you know like she 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 kept uh beck kept trusting her because she would say, like, oh, it's, you know, 12 you, hours, we're, yeah. we're going to come down and we're going to get you in 12 hours. And then she'd say, like, uh, like um, there's a hurricane right now, so it's going to be 48 hours at the most. And he kept trusting her. But really, she had no intention of ever sending a rescue crew down no, after that. Not at all. So it's like, as above, so below. You know what I mean? Like, you were dealing with somebody who was indifferent toward what you were going through above uh you know top side likewise you were dealing with the same sort of tentacly tentacly indifferent monster down under the waves sure. you know what i mean sure so i took it more as like a symbolic sort of thing i get
2: that i get that um i think that to the um the 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 the, the, the what am i talking about tentacles below creature yep, yep, yep. creature monster where am i going here <laughs> um or my okay, we we talked earlier about how this movie was very alien like right? Mm-hmm. Yep. there are, I swear there were certain scenes that were lifted directly from we already mentioned the chest burster scene, that yeah. yeah, there's the scene when you first see the alien hatching out of it's like cocoon thing. it's like it looks like minus the alien head. It's just the mouth that comes out with like the teeth. Oh, yeah. It's like the same exact thing. And then when you finally see it, when it opens its mouth, it's all like drippy and gelatinous. Like, again, like the original Alien. Mm -hmm. um, They all like hulk up with these sweet like weapons and stuff. I love how they all have like this, the sweet like chainsaws and the flamethrowers and all these awesome things from like Alien 2. And then the one chick gets hedge trimmers.
0: (laughs) Hedge trimmers?
2: trimmers. There, (laughs) There was one weapon that the chick had that was literally just hedge trimmers.
0: Like like snip snip. No, like electric
2: ones, like electric oh. hedge trimmers. Like that's all it was. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice
0: that. It's
2: like, come on. Really? Uh,
0: that was another thing though that reminded me of the thing, like the fact that they had uh the blow like the blow torches, yep. the yep. flamethrowers.
2: Yep. Um and when did the thing come out?
0: When did the thing come out? Yeah, eighty one? No,
2: it wasn't eighty one. Wasn't it? Definitely not eighty one. Why not? It's too early for uh for Carpenter. It's yeah. way too early. Halloween came out in '79, so '81 was not the thing. the thing. The thing was way later than that. '82, was, like,
0: was it? Yep. Really? Way later.
2: Wow. I, One I, I year later. I would have. I would have bet the bank that it was way later. But that seems. That seems crazy. Early. Okay. Oh, '78 maybe was Halloween, but still. Um, okay. So yeah. So definitely, then there was thing influence on this movie. There had to have been. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. Well,
0: yeah, well, also, I
2: mean, who did... Uh, Alien was also in the 70s, so... I guess
0: the thing, who was that, Rob Rob Botten, is that his name?
2: The director of the thing? No,
0: the, the well, no, the director of the thing, obviously, oh, was John Carpenter, John Carpenter yeah. but did Rob Botten do the... Uh, effects? I effects? think so,
2: yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah,
0: so I was going to say, is there any connection between the t- the two there? I don't think so. But probably not. I don't think so. Um, um
2: but yeah, like the first time that you see when, when six pack uh Daniel Stern is dead in the infirmary infirmary mm-hmm. and uh the, the chick who's also sick pulls back his uh sheet to f- discover him dead and his yeah. arms all like oh. eaten over, and there's like a tentacle going through his arm is yeah. so so good. There's like Loved there's
0: it. pus and, and fucking like any uh, it. You really take it to the next level because it was—it was like an exposed wound on his arm, and you could see the thing kind of crawling through his vein. But the fact that there was like white pus. Yeah, it was so <laughs> gross!
2: So gross. Um, I moving to, moving on to the end of the movie. I I a couple of, I had a couple of notes. Them floating to the surface as fast as they did, wouldn't they all just die from the bends? Hundred <laughs> percent, going that <yeah>. fast. <laughs> well, so in, they try in the, to explain it a little bit but in the
0: HUD and um, in the suit. It it did like it did say like decompression, like it was telling you like, oh, we're now decompressing. But that's not the way decompression works. They were
2: like, miles like underwater. When,
0: when you get in a what do they what do they call it a bell jar? So what they call it—the uh, bell jar or whatever the—I know what you're talking basically about. Basically, yeah. the things that take you back up to yep. the, it takes like if you're down that far, it takes you hours. several hours yep. to decompress
2: to regulate. Yeah, and you can't else. just yeah you can't just pop to yeah, the top. They would like definitely be dead. Right. Also, I love how they like the end of the movie happens or whatever. They all they all escape in the pod and then in the 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 suits or whatever with the pod things that are bringing them up. Yeah. Everything seems good, and then all of a sudden they get to the surface. And they get attacked by sharks. Like <laughs> you know, out of fucking nowhere. I'm like I'm like, oh my God. If they all just get eaten by sharks after all that, and that's the ending, that would be amazing. And it's just a, like the best ending ever. <laughs> it's
0: just a real quick inconvenience. Yeah. Like, like even Ernie Hudson, what, what was his character's name? Um even uh, Jones, like even for a second, he's just Jones, it, Jonesy, Jonesy. It's just it was just like an excuse for him to say like this is not a good day, yeah, <laughs> like something yeah. like that. Oh, cool! And like the sharks show up, they swim around for about thirty five seconds, and then, ch- like, and then they just and then they just peace least out. Make
2: the shark worth it. And even after all that, they couldn't let the black guy live. Like, black
0: guy's gotta <laughs> die. We
2: just talked about this in the blackening, like. Hey, he Come on He now. didn't
0: die first, though. He
2: didn't die first, but of course they couldn't let him live because then the uh, the alien comes up from the water, takes down Winston Zeddemore. Dude. Come on.
0: How about the fucking... Come on. Hold on. How about the... So we talked about how this, this movie's like Alien. Yeah. And it's like the thing. And it's like... What was the other one that we said? I can't remember. Uh, the Abyss. The Abyss, yep. Uh, even though The Abyss came out after this, I'm pretty sure. But... Uh, <laughs> the end the fucking end where they're up their top side oh god and this fucking thing pops up it eats winston and then uh robocop has uh like a hand grenade or yeah. something <laughs> and he does a jaw he does he does it's the jaws yeah it's jaws except for with a way worse line <laughs> because because uh uh what the hell is it roy roy scheider's uh, line in Jaws when he sticks the air tank in his in in the mouth he goes yeah. he goes smile you son of a bitch right
2: yeah it's great amazing great line amazing eat this motherfucker or something like that no he says
0: say ah motherfucker <laughs>
2: dude say ah motherfucker
0: and then he does he doesn't uh, he doesn't go like this and like toss the grenade into his mouth he literally comes he up flips it with like a, like two like a... he literally comes up with two hands and does like a jump shot. <laughs> Say ah motherfucker <laughs> and does a swish sh- does a jump <laughs> shot into his mouth, dude. It's so bad uh, and so awesome it at it the same been,
2: time. Somebody needs to overdub the movie where he does it, and he's like, Kobe, go <laughs> Kobe <laughs> Dude, I, I heard the words. It's worst. so good. It's I, so good. Uh, no, I shouldn't
0: say that. I'm not going to say this on the... <laughs> don't, don't do no, it. No, I'll tell you after, but... Uh,
2: oh, my God.
0: But then they get saved, and they end up... They go They go back up to the rig. So,
2: before you get there, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Before you get there, this movie ends on three of the best highlights ever. Yeah. First, you get the sharks. Mm-hmm. Then you get the... Kobe, Kobe. Then you get Kobe. And then you get them on the surface and they're walking up to Meg, meg Foster's character on the fucking dock <laughs> and i'm like this woman is such a bitch i'm like i want like how brazen to like come I, out and be like oh you made uh, it i literally said to myself 30 seconds before having like oh fucking punch her like knock <laughs> her out i never in a million years did i expect peter weller to fucking punch out meg ryan meg ryan meg foster they on end, the deck
0: they <laughs> end this movie with violence against women, <laughs> in the best possible in, way.
2: In less than a minute, they kill the remaining black guy yep. and punch out a woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were just like, they were just like, let's 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 really let's really round this thing out, all right? Oh my god, Cosmato's! Yep. What are you thinking? Kill the black guy, <laughs> rip, rip off a scene from Jaws, and then have Robocop punch out meg foster and the
2: two white people survive and
0: they just they don't even like there's nothing said after that she just walks up and she goes nothing. she walks up and she goes oh i'm so glad you made it and peter weller just fucking just closed fist just,
2: <laughs> just pound just her in her the out. face
0: just <laughs> knocks her ass out and then they walk toward the camera smiling cut to black it's like, funny how, like,
2: <laughs> violence against women is not a funny thing, but when you see it in this capacity, it's fucking great. Because she's no longer just a woman at this point. She's a villain. Like oh, She yeah, sucks. She a, she's, yeah. She's the devil incarnate at this point. She left him to die. Yeah, she I'd deserved punch it. her out, too. <laughs> Sorry. Cancel me. I don't care.
0: No, I didn't. Like... <laughs> obviously, I didn't say violence against women because I thought that that was funny. But, like, I... like. This is the the it was the funniest way to end this movie. It was,
2: it was ridiculous. It was absolutely, and it was the absurd. only way to end the movie. Yeah.
0: Um, stop yeah. stopping short. It, like you could have, he could have thrown her overboard, like off the rig, but it would have been the same effect. So you Send mentioned a nice light pop to the face. Why you not? mentioned
2: the abyss and where it came out? Uh, fun fact here is apparently 1989. It was the summer of underwater movies. Okay, because you had excuse me you had uh leviathan deep star six the abyss the evil below lords of the deep all coming out within a year of each other really every one of them wow yeah so like, they, like none of them are copycats of each other i think that just for whatever reason the underwater genre was big
0: <laughs> well none of them are copycat like all underwater we already said this. all underwater almost just like all space movies, they feel the same. They do, you know. But what I
2: mean? like for whatever reason, though, there was a like the nineteen eighty nine was like the summer of underwater horror movies. The Abyss came out in eighty nine. Yep, yeah. Really? Wow. Yep. Right. But uh, yeah. Anyway, though, that was uh, Leviathan. If you've not seen it, highly recommend it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Um, I loved it's it. It's everything that you could possibly want an underwater alien movie to be. Yep, it's great. Yep. Uh, so fast forwarding. Uh, t- 31 years? Mm-hmm. Yep, 31 years to 2020. I forgot this movie came out in the midst of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I, it completely like flabbergasted me when I saw that. Uh, Underwater, directed by William Eubanks, who directed Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, and also, weirdly enough, the movie Love, which is the Angels and Airwaves Tom DeLonge written movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he also directed a couple of their videos and whatnot. Is it an alien movie? It's about aliens. It's about extraterrestrials, I think. At least they're they're in there. I don't know what it's about. I've never seen I'm it. At no a idea. Man,
0: a man spends years alone on a space station orbiting Earth after losing communication with Houston Earth. He spends time on maintenance exercise, watching old messages, and reading a journal by a soldier in the American Civil War. This actually sounds a lot like that um, uh, Neil Gaiman at the end of the universe. Have you ever? Nope. I don't
2: know anything about it.
0: I'm not, a, I'm not up my Neil Gaiman. It's an audio play. Okay. Uh, on on uh, Audible. You should check it out.
2: Check out our Audible link, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it might still be live. Who knows? Uh, okay, let's see here. A crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep-sea drilling company. Again, stop fucking drilling in the ocean. Stop drilling mo- stop drilling, Mother Nature. Try to get to safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the <clears throat> Mariana Trench. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. We've seen James Cameron go to the bottom of the Mariana's Trench. There's nothing there. Literally. We lit- Yeah. We know there's nothing down well, there. Well, hold on, hold on. Kind of takes takes the fun away. Out of no, this.
0: wait a second. Because he didn't go to the bottom of the Mariana Trench and yeah, he then did. start drilling.
2: Oh, that's true. That's true. The
0: whole thing, the whole not to get too too far ahead of ourselves but the whole thing about this movie obviously they've built this place sure it's been there for years and they've been drilling but they just happened to drill so far that they hit a hot
2: pocket it's true hot pocket now there's uh there's some there's some backstory here's the here's the thing about underwater um i want to rewatch it knowing what i know about it now so, i don't know if you did any deep uh no, no pun intended, deep diving <laughs> on this because of the water, right? Because, right? yeah, and it's on it's on deep, the and, trench, and the thing. Yep, and, yeah, okay, yep, yep,
0: yep, I'm with you. Did you though? No,
2: okay, so <laughs> knowing what I know now, I want to rewatch this movie with a different context. Uh, but I'll say that. Is until it the Cthulhu? End. I'll save that until the end though. Um, just so,
0: yes or no, is it Cthulhu?
2: I don't know. That's the thing, I don't know. It should be an easy answer because okay. I think that you know what the answer you think is, but I don't. No, actually...
0: I, I honestly don't. I, we'll get, I actually we'll get there. have. Yeah. I actually have a different theory. This movie is definitely
2: the... Lovecraftian. That's for sure.
0: I'm just gonna throw my theory out there. Well, the
2: director said that it was Lovecraftian.
0: This movie a Cloverfield movie.
2: It's not. <laughs> yes, no, it no, is. it's not though. It literally there's, is. Though. There's, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff around that too. So we'll we'll get. There. Oh, is there's, there really? Yes, okay, there's a lot cool. to. There's a lot to unpack. Here. All right. Um, like I said, directed by William Eubanks. That's the synopsis that we said. Uh Kristen Stewart you, leads
0: Eubank. You, you There's no as Eubank. What did I say? You bank. Oh, it's, you sorry, Eubank. You said Eubanks.
2: Sorry. Um Kristen Stewart leaves the charge here as Nora Price. I I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but babe. All right. Even though she looks like a pube, pre pubescent Marshall pube? Mathers. Even
0: though she looks like a pube.
2: <laughs> She looks like a preview best in Marshall Mathers, and I still find her hot and I don't know how to feel about
0: that. Alright, we're gonna so I'm <laughs> That's just I'm just gonna jump into this right now. I uh Kristen Stewart won me over with this role because I for the past like ten years have disliked her. Like I, I saw her in uh, what was that? What,
2: what was Twilight.
0: That? No, not t- I've never seen any of the Twilight movies for For the best. For a good reason. For the best. No, what was that? It was with Jesse Eisenberg. It was like Funland or Oh Adventureland. Um,
2: Adventureland, yep. Yeah.
0: It. I saw her in that and I was like, okay, she's all right. And then everything after that I saw her in, I was just like, oh god, stop playing with your fucking hair. Like, just stop. And I just couldn't I like I, I didn't find it it felt like she was trading in being uh like trying to trying to have some sort of like interesting character traits with just playing with her hair like that was the thing she was doing like oh this makes me interesting right um whether that's what was actually going through her head or not i have no idea but that's how i perceived it and i just found it annoying so i was like i'm done with kristen stewart until i saw this movie part of that might be because she has no hair so she has nothing to run her fingers through
2: yeah cute little cowlick though in the front
0: she like (laughs) She pulls off the short blonde hair. She, she does. She, she also looks super cute. She
2: also looks like fourteen year old M&M. Super which, cute. With, <laughs> just, uh, I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> no,
0: she just she looks. She looked. I I thought she looked really pretty with with short blonde hair. No, and, she's definitely attractive. And also, it's and just also, weird. I just really liked her character in this movie. As I thought, did I? I thought she played the hell out of it.
2: It was believable. She was
0: very believable. Yep. Uh, and I liked her. I I liked the whole. I liked her whole role in this movie. Um
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, no, just, I, I just
0: thought she I thought she nailed it, dude. Completely, I she was really, really good. Uh
2: Vincent Castle who plays Captain Lucian. Um let's see here. Um uh, Vincent Castle's awesome, dude. He's like fantastic, him. yeah. Uh, Mamadou Mamadu athlete who played uh, Rodrigo, uh who is like the first guy that she finds after so what I Oh you about... mean
0: oh you mean the black guy the... who died first? <laughs>
2: Did he die first? Yes. Oh, fuck.
0: Well, I God. mean, aside from like the 300 other people, <laughs> yeah. who, but like hes he was the first person who was still alive who died.
2: Yep. Yeah. So instead of going through the whole cast, let's go through this as it goes. I What I loved about this is that all the trailers for the movie – consisted of the first five minutes of the movie yeah which i loved because at this point you don't know what else is coming like right. oh shit well i've seen everything in the trailer now well, so i don't know what else is coming
0: they did no they in the in the trailer i don't know if it was the first trailer necessarily but there were because i remember when we <laughs> watched the trailer before the show and we go oh is that cthulhu because like well, right toward the end of the trailer you see some hulking, sure, massive creature. But you don't
2: but you don't it's not like the it's not like the the destruction of their base though comes in the middle right. of the movie, right? right. Oh well, we know this is happening. Like that happens like right at the very beginning.
0: Yeah, they fucking they jump off real quick in this movie. Like it's great. she does a little monologue while she's brushing her teeth and then suddenly the entire place is falling apart.
2: Yeah. No, it it, it jumps into it, but it's perfect it's, it's a breath it, of fresh air it's
0: actually really, it's really cool too like it just like it fucking kicks off yep and her running through and like banging on the doors trying to get everybody gathered doesn't like, save anyone no <laughs> saves one guy and yep. that's it and like and and it was a very intense yep. scene and it was really cool so
2: rodrigo's the first guy that she finds like under uh under some rubble or something no 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 she, he's he's the he's, one
0: guy he's the one guy who's still like up in the hallway while yes, she's running yes. through. And they, they and they start running they together get to and they the, shut the door. They yeah. get to the bulkhead and they manage to shut the door while two other guys are running. So toward she's them.
2: like a mechanic, basically, she's right?
0: A, she's a mechanical engineer. Yeah.
2: So she's so she's like she's filling out all the gender roles here, which is actually kind of no. I'm serious. Like it's actually kind of like refreshing because you don't typically see a woman in these types of you know unless they're like the super butch. Blah, you know, woman, you, you know, know women like,
0: can be mechanical engineers, right? No,
2: no. <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Wait, women in STEM?
2: Well, it's funny what? if you watch if you watch these kind of movies, though. Typically speaking, you would think they don't because they're not in those roles all the time. Well, I mean, now nowadays, we I mean, we clearly know the opposite is true. Yeah. But like, you know, it's it's refreshing to see not only the woman lead in a sci fi movie, which you don't typically see. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, women heroin in sci-fi movies is is normal. She's not like the heroine though. She's different than a Sigourney Weaver or whatever. Like they're different character types. Sure.
0: You know although although I think that the I think the look was definitely an intentional choice to give off the Maybe, the Ripley maybe. vibe. I
2: feel like the Ripley type role that you see people like that's like that's like the woman superhero role, right? Whereas but, Kristen Stewart's uh, role in this was but, not superhero. It was Rip- just strong female character. Ripley, it was a Very big difference.
0: Ripley wasn't like a badass hero to begin with, though. Like she She became that though. She became that, which so did so did Nora Price. That's true. Like she was in the, beginning the mo- she... in the beginning of the movie, she was just kind of figuring it out, and then yeah. by the end, she's like taking charge. And yeah,
2: that's true. I guess she is very, she is very much reminiscent of Ripley in the first Alien yeah. movie, which again, this movie is a direct rip off of Alien. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's a new age version of Alien. Like I said, these two movies this week are are so similar, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they eventually uh, find T.J. Miller. Buried under a bunch of rubble, which I I know T.J. Miller's had his fair share of controversy. I don't care. I love. T. I don't J. care <laughs> either. Like he honestly was a breath of fresh air to this movie. I loved it.
0: He does the he does so the comic relief so well. Yep. I don't know what it is about his style of comedy, but like he was he was made for like
2: he plays deadpan very well.
0: It's not. It's like it's not even deadpan though. It's like what is it? He's just a fucking goofball, but he's a believable goofball. You know what I mean?
2: He had this um, stuffed animal rabbit with him the entire time that kept
0: popping up throughout the movie, which... His name was Paul. The rabbit's name was Paul Jr.
2: Paul Jr. Yeah. And it's funny because when they first started filming the movie, it was supposed to be a real rabbit. Oh, right. And they told him, like, because we can't put a real rabbit in these perilous situations and underwater and stuff, we're going to give you a fake rabbit. (laughs) But you need to act as though... It's the real one because we're going to digitally replace it later.
1: Oh. They never
2: did. So he, so it's it's ironic because does he look like a psychopath because he has this connection with a fake stuffed rabbit? Yeah. Or does it make him human because he loves this thing? <laughs> like, what
0: is it? Well, I kept I kept expecting them to, I kept expecting them to kind of round that out and like, why is he like? I I thought maybe he's got a daughter top side right and so in, and, and this is his connection with her it was just or a son be or whatever a, like and
2: it was just supposed to be a beloved pet <laughs> but then but
0: then you go on and on in the movie and like some of the shit that he says you're like oh i think he's just kind of crazy and then he he starts quoting i think i think at yeah at one point in time he quotes uh alice in wonderland
2: yeah there's a lot of alice in wonderland uh things in this movie he
0: qu- he quotes Alice in Wonderland and then there's another thing that happens and then and somebody says well what happens now and he says well in the book this happens yeah and and it's an it's another Alice in Wonderland reference and then at one point in time you can see he's walking through one of the airlocks or something and on the back of his suit it's it says we're all a little mad here Yep. so it's like his. and whole- there's also
2: a scene in the beginning where it's like the um, the queen of spades is on the table and um, uh, when they're playing cards like, there's a oh, lot of there's there's actually quite a few alice in wonderland uh, examples in this movie i'm not quite sure what the underlining thread is but there definitely is one
0: yeah it's kind of interesting yeah i just noticed those i didn't really like think about a like some kind of through line though there's got to be something, though, right?
2: There's got to be something, for yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, John Gallagher Jr., who plays Liam, who is just one of the other workers down there. His uh, his girlfriend, I guess, or love interest, Emily, who's played by Jessica Henwick. Um, she's in some stuff. Babe. Babe. Um, um, I, I
0: got the sense that they met on... They met during this yep. uh this mission and, i don't think they even had a relationship in in until things
2: each. happened though too i feel like right. the, their relationship no, kind of
0: forged no no they were they were, were to, they yeah okay. i got okay. the sense that they That's were fair. together beforehand and That's fair. It, and fell in love down under the sea which is pretty cool
2: so okay so breaking into the movie they're they're underwater their underwater they're like complex basically is falling apart right it's it's being held together by a, a string basically yep. you have a group of survivors that is trying to find their way out. However, there's this creature on the outside that keeps attacking them mm-hmm. and uh, not to jump to the end, but you find out that the creature itself is not just a creature, it's one of a million creatures that are just like the feeder animals to basically this gigantic lovecraftian monster
0: which that was one of the things that made me think of of uh, um, Cloverfield yeah because in Cloverfield the whole time they're being attacked by these things that are the size of like a, like a large dog. Uh-huh. and it turns out that those are actually just the parasites that are dropping off of the big animal, the, the big monster. Yeah. And you've come to find out that the things that are attacking this crew all throughout the movie are just living on the big guy. Yeah. Living so, on the big monster.
2: So there was a lot of, when this movie was released, there's a lot of fan speculation that this was, kind of like that one, um, Out Something. There was a movie called Out Something. Um I forget what it's called. There's a movie though that was uh, that was like really heavily rumored to be another Cloverfield movie. Turns out that it wasn't. Okay. Um, this movie was kind of the same thing. Like a lot of people suspected that this was going to be another Cloverfield movie, but you know because of the giant monster, because of you know this and that, yada, yada. Oh, people actually did think. Yeah, that? yeah. It was oh, a right it on. was a really really big thing. Turns out it it didn't end up being. Now this is just pure con- pure conjecture on my part. It wouldn't shock me if this movie was conceived and developed as possibly that and then they just kind of cut ties with it and developed it into its own thing. Mm. Because the 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 similarities are striking between this movie and the rest of the Cloverfield movies. Mm-hmm. They're all very Lovecraftian. They're all very, you know, giant monster kaiju. You know, it all, it, it all kind of falls under the same umbrella. And if all you, all this movie needs is one line to connect it, and it's completely believable that it's a Cloverfield movie. What's that line?
0: No, I'm just saying it, all it needs oh. is a line. <laughs> I thought you meant literally, like. Somebody says this one thing, and then like, all of a sudden, TJ
2: Miller is like, "I saw this in New York" or something like that. You oh, know, like, dude,
0: TJ Miller was in the original Cloverfield. He was, I, and John Gallagher Jr. was in. They 10 were. Cloverfield. They were.
2: It doesn't make sense that they'd be in this movie, though.
0: Unless
2: there's no one no because TJ no Miller because <laughs> TJ Miller dies. <laughs> yeah. The,
0: the one thing I was gonna say is John. Ga- so so John Gallagher survives at the end of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they make it a point to go. And go through like news articles that shows that the TN company is covering everything up. So, the idea, like if you if you kind of throw away the timeline, right, and get to Ten Cloverfield Lane when Mary Elizabeth Winstead is down in the bunker with John uh, uh, John not Candy John Goodman uh, Goodman and John Gallagher Jr. He comes topside and they're trying to cover up this whole thing. Sure. So they they take him and they stick him in rural Texas or wherever the fuck it was to just like keep him out of the limelight, right? And they and they and they stick him with this guy who's sort of like his keeper, you know, who happens to be a prepper because he knows that there's these uh you're really, love-
2: you're reaching here. It makes sense, though. It makes sense. <laughs> well, what's the timeline, though? Which one takes place first? Because this movie was way in the future. So, <laughs> Do they, do they yeah, specifically they do. say that this movie takes place yeah, in the I future? Yeah, I think this movie takes place in twenty seven. You think? No, no. Like, I was reading up on it. I believe this movie takes place in twenty seven. Where do they ever say that? I don't know what they do. It might be in, like, I don't know. I, I did read it, though it's definitely in the future so it's just
0: some like so i don't know
2: where 10 cloverfield lane falls just like
0: some jack off jerry just saying that it fucking takes place like oh this takes place in 2070 i'm
2: pretty sure it was wikipedia okay no Um, no but here's the thing according to uh eubank though uh this movie is confirmed to be a lovecraftian movie Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not cloverfield whatever it's it's its own thing it's Lovecraftian, and he actually says that it the creature at the end is Cthulhu. Oh, he does. He does. Oh. However, however, that doesn't make sense because Cthulhu has wings, right? We know from the Cthulhu mythos and everything else but what Cthulhu looks like. I, somebody brought up a good point. This move, this thing, actually looks more like the Slogath. Look up Slogath. You never, you
0: never see this thing's entire form, though. You
2: don't, but you see enough of it to where it definitely looks like Slogoth more than Cthulhu. So it's interesting that he, the, the director actually says Cthulhu, but it really doesn't have the hallmarks of Cthulhu. You know, it's more of an underwater, well, it is an underwater creature, but it's definitely more of this other tentacled creature from Lovecraftian lore. You know? How do you spell slogoth? Uh, S-H-O-G-G-O-T-H.
0: S-H-O-G-G-O-T-H. Th. Shogoth. Where Shog- you- Sorry, shogoth. Where-
2: <laughs> slogoth. There's no L. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> where would you get an L from? Um, it definitely looks more like this, though, and I agree with that.
0: It just looks like a pile of mush with
2: eyes. Which, and all the big tentacles and everything else yeah okay i don't know it, to me i agree with this this point of view that it looks more like that than cthulhu um i feel like if you're gonna do cthulhu you put his entire glory there and cthulhu was never an underwater creature was it yeah cthulhu. was it always okay well, yeah okay yeah come on I don't know. even even still even still i didn't get cthulhu from it yeah because uh what the hell's the uh, let's see here. Um, director William Eubank has confirmed in an interview that the sea monster scene in the movie is, in fact, Cthulhu of Lovecraft's mythos. Strangely, the mining company is called Tion Industries. In literature, the adju- adjective Lovecraftian is used to indicate this type of cosmic oh. horror. Also, there's a hint of the company awoke the monster on purpose as the characters look at Cthulhu from the station's windows. Uh, the recording states tie-in industries, we have big things in store for you. In the Cthulhu mythos, a common trope is the existence of a powerful cult that attempts to wake him. The cult of Cthulhu. So there you go. So All like right. I said, this movie is definitely dripping. No pun intended. Dripping. With Lovecraftian lore. So so here, yeah. here
0: you go. In the Call of Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft describes a statue of Cthulhu as a monster of vaguely anthropoid outline. But with an octopus like head whose face was a mass of feelers, a scaly, rubbery looking body, prodigious claws on hind and forefeet, and long, narrow wings behind.
2: I don't know if that really describes the monster we saw in of movie. Of course though. it does. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That's fair.
0: I, you mostly only saw its
2: face. And all the other creatures hanging off of it.
0: I That doesn't. No, it does not. That to me doesn't but, really.
2: But. It's it's interesting though because it really but, definitely kind of throws you for a loop with that.
0: But hold on, there is a fuck. I haven't, I haven't, I have got a, I've got a book of Lovecraft stories that I
2: haven't also, read in like ten years. Notice? But
0: there is like, isn't there a? Am I thinking of that or uh, fucking? I I I I thought that there was. I thought that there was a, a scene in 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 uh or not a scene a, a part in. Um, in um The Call of Cthulhu where they actually make reference to smaller like smaller beings Oh do they? smaller organisms well, that look, surround him or look like Look
2: that up as an amendment for next week Yeah because I don't actually I'm not all that familiar with the Lovecraftian lore I've never actually read Lovecraft I have all of his literature at home I've just never actually dived into it Yeah Um. There's also another part of the movie where uh um, uh, What's her name? What's wrong with me? Kristen Stewart's character. Nora. Nora goes, she, so the whole movie is them trying to find their way out obviously and she ends up finding a way to this uh, abandoned area of the mining operation and this other, this whole other wing that's been abandoned for a long time and she goes into a captain's um a captain's like locker room area Mm -hmm. she finds all this stuff and it's funny because there's all this stuff where i'm looking at i'm like oh here's here's a big tell for the movie right where she finds out all this new information but there's never really anything that comes of it like she sees some stuff you see some like maps on the wall but they don't really do anything with it and that according to eubank again is a big red herring uh maybe not red herring is the right word but a big um clue as to that there's more to the story than than you think right yeah red herring is like a misdirect yeah and it's not a misdirect no. it's just it's a, it's a clue that there's more than we're telling you um and uh part of this is that um I'm reading this off of a, a thing here is that when Nora arrives at the shepherd station and checks the captain Lucian's drawer the original drawing of Cthulhu is made by Lovecraft can be seen briefly uh, pinned below the drilling area map linked to it with a red string the elder sign can also be seen on the map so it's it's definitely lovecraft it's definitely okay. Cthulhu it's definitely whatever um like I said I just I, I just thought the other monster looked more like it but regardless um I don't know I, I love this I think this movie's great I think this movie could have easily kicked off an entire like its own franchise of lovecraft movies.
0: Uh, I'm. I won't go that far. No. No. I think that you don't think uh, it could have been a
2: bridge to some other stuff that like eventually connected back to it, and it's all world building.
0: No, I don't think so. Because to me, like t- to me, the stories, kind of sit separately from each other. You okay. know what I mean? I, gu- I mean, like, I guess, I guess you could, but like, it would, it would, it would make a much better sort of episodic thing where things are like standalone. Rather, okay. rather than a, rather than a whole world. Well, you know they, what I mean? they
2: can be standalone episodes, but there can still be connecting bridges, though. Sure. You know. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the Marvel movies. All the original Marvel movies were standalones. Yeah, that's until true. they started getting roped into each other. That's I think true. That's fun. I love world building. I think, I think that's a really fun way to to take stories like this. I do it's too. Like I the, lo- it's like what the like Godzilla, ex- Godzilla and Kong, and all the Monsterverse is doing. You know. Yeah, but the, it's great. Yeah, but
0: the 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 uh, the common factor in those movies is that every godzilla movie has godzilla every uh, kong movie has kong
2: yeah but but now they've bridged them together to where these individual movies are now part of a bigger tapestry
0: i just like to, so like this for instance this movie uh you've you've seen what's down down there yeah. you you've seen cthulhu and you've seen people try to uh, you know like face off against him obviously they can't do anything about it. he's huge he's got legions of tiny other little organisms that when i say tiny i mean they're two or three times the size of a normal human so like there's nothing anybody can do about it you know what i mean yeah so what would you like if you if you sent somebody if you sent a team back down there to to do anything about it, like what are you gonna do? You know what I mean.
2: Well, I think that's the idea. I think. Well, I think the idea is that there would be nothing to do because these people, if you go go by this, they wanted to summon oh, him. Oh, like the cult. Of so, the there's dude, nothing, like they so there's nothing. So there's nothing to do about it. You know. Yeah. The whole point was to wake him up. That's why they're drilling there. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I, I think that there's there's the more interesting parts of this movie are the what you're getting from it. I mm-hmm. think the the idea of what the movie means is more interesting than the movie itself because the movie itself don't get me wrong. It's good and I loved it. yeah. It's just them trying to survive the same shit you've seen in every other movie of underwater monster movies you right know? right. Um, I think that for this movie especially though, they, it, more of what everything means is more interesting than the some of the characters, yeah, in my opinion. Um, there, there, that doesn't mean there's not still really good kills. Like there's, there's some really cool deaths where that like, their bodies get sucked into like the vacuum of underwater space and is amazing. Like uh, T J Miller gets killed inside of his suit because he like, explodes and gets sucked the, up, and the it's, way it's, it's can, fucking great.
0: The way you can see his face get squeak, like oh you god, can, you can almost it's like it's like when you squeeze a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. From the center up to yep. the top, <laughs> you can see his his face and his neck kind of like get squoze, squoze, from squoze from the bottom, uh, and then just like explode into his helmet. Like the first
2: <laughs> dude literally combusts, like explodes from the inside. Oh yeah, Implodes, Yeah, that was implodes. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, there's just there's just there's a lot of stuff in the movie that is cool to watch. But again, I will say that the the more interesting part to me is what you take from the outside world. They don't tell you. Yeah, like that to me is is the fascinating part of the movie.
0: Well, knowing now, knowing now that it's it, you've confirmed that um, Betty said that it's uh, it's definitely Cthulhu. Yeah, it's definitely a Lovecraft thing. I'm I'm really interested in why he wove in the Alice in Wonderland.
2: I still think there's references. more to it there. There's got to be. There's got to. Yeah, I, I agree. I there's got to be. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be more yeah, to it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look more into that because that seems really interesting to me.
2: I love when, um, in the beginning of the movie, when they saved Jesus from, I think it's Jesus uh from, from not being able to breathe in the beginning of the movie. That was... He looks up at Kristen
0: Stewart. That was, that was the other movie.
2: I was... Oh, geez, for fun. <laughs> See, I, t- I told you I was going to do that. I told you. Yeah. Um... Who does Who does Kristen Stewart save in the beginning? Is it uh, Is TJ Miller? Yeah. When so they're pulling him out of the out of the rubble, yeah. He looks up at this woman who is saving his ass from pure death, right? Mm. And he looks at her and he goes, "You sweet flat chested elven creature, <laughs> how fucking rude to the woman who is saving you." <laughs> well, they
0: were friends, obviously.
2: Still though, <laughs> come on. What are you doing? You should be very happy to see anything chested saving you out of that rubble. I, Come on now.
0: I didn't hear any lie in that.
2: <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, I don't know. I love both these movies. I think both these movies this week were fantastic yeah. underwater creature romps. Yep. Like, loved them.
0: Yeah, I liked both of them. Yeah, I Highly was, recommend uh, them. I was excited to watch uh, both. I Leviathan, I've been... It's been like you said. It's it's been one of those movies that's been on my list for years, and I've yep. just never gotten around to it. I'm glad I finally did. Yep. Um. Yeah. And underwater, I, I it kind of fell off the. It kind of fell off my radar for a while. I remember seeing the trailers and thinking, "Oh, that looks they really good." They made a good. big
2: deal out of it when it first came out, yep. and, then it, and then I feel like it just died. Yep. Like once like a week or two after it being in theaters, it was just dead because of the pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like you said, it came out so. in 2020, like right kind of right in the beginning of lockdowns and stuff so it just sort of fell off um but yeah it was great i really liked it a lot same um cool yeah so that's uh leviathan and underwater i watched leviathan on tubi free with ads that's it and
2: uh i watched uh, underwater on uh, hulu
0: i watched underwater on hulu not free and still has ads yeah well that's Go fuck yourself, you. Hulu! Like, why are they suddenly showing ads in the middle of movies? I don't know. TV shows, I understand. Movies, knock it off. Otherwise, I'm going to cancel the service.
2: I get it. I get it. I won't actually. Uh, I have an idea I for next week. I, I don't
0: take stands. <laughs> I have an I idea.
2: Do. I have an idea for next week. If I can run it by you. Okay. We've been talking about Hellboy a lot. Okay. The David Harbor Hellboy movie has not been well received at all by anybody. Should we do a bad wanna do brew? brew? want to do a bad brew on Hellboy yeah, next hell week? Hell yeah, dude. We haven't done a bad
0: brew in a long time. All right. Well, there it is. Cool. There's,
2: uh, there's your uh, episode for next week. One movie, but uh, bad brew Hellboy. Yeah. David <laughs> Stranger Things Harbor.
0: All right, dude.
2: <laughs> All right, James. Where can people find us?
0: Well, the people can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
2: And they can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. If you've listening this far, you've already found us. Uh, tell your local um, haberdasher. Hab? What's a haberdasher? Person who makes hats. Oh, yeah, that guy. Go, that guy.
0: go get yourself a nice hat. Yep and while he's measuring your well he's measuring your dome just say hey man have you heard the buzzkill
2: podcast have you heard the buzz <laughs> have you heard the buzz <laughs> that's it or or maybe you're a local scuba instructor cuz you're the- talking about underwater movies oh yeah that too yeah tell them that
0: or uh or go to your go to your lo- local convenience store and say i heard about these Perrin beer cheese pretzels that you just got to stock got to stock them you got to stock them cuz i heard Best. pretzel Jim talking about them dude and, and that's and where the, I get all and my the
2: shopkeepers in my like, pretzel fucking gym.
0: Dude, you of know pretzel gym? I'd of be like, yeah, hell yeah. Everybody knows pretzel gym. <laughs> all right. We will see you next week. Michael. James. Drive safe in the fun. in the storm. I will do so. Into the white abyss. Adios. Cheers.